is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. It is the live Saturday edition, and tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features are totally free, and the site is brand new for 2010. So if you haven't been yet, head on over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features. They're still free. Again, freetalklive.com. Dot com. Starting things out here tonight with an immigration story that's a little unusual. I mean, normally when you talk about uh, immig- when immigration is in the news, you know, recently it has been uh, these stories about federal goons going in and raiding businesses, demanding to see all of their employee files, holding the employees at gunpoint uh, while they wait and you know to find out what their fate is going to be. Then end up taking away you know, hundreds of people and handcuffs. Dragging off hundreds of people, yeah. Uh, destroying families, separating families, and taking you know dad and or or mom away and leaving the kids and you know it's just an awful human tragedy. And uh, you know I haven't seen any of those raid stories recently. That's not to say they aren't happening. Uh, but at I, this point they're getting so commonplace they may not be making national news. It could that could be the case. Uh, I remember there was one story that we reported on the aftermath. In the town that had suffered this particular raid, it wasn't a huge town or anything like that, but the businesses that were uh, in the in the marketplace there were suffering big time because their customers had been taken away by the federal government, and it was a, a major economic downturn as a result of them uh, stealing these people away from their from their freedom. So that's normally what the stories are about when it comes to immigration these days, at least from from what I've seen. But this one's a little different, Mark. Where is this coming from? Reuters. Um, we I actually this uh, got this from Freedom's Phoenix, but it's a Reuters story. Court to rule on deporting Obama's aunt in May. Authorities will decide by May at the latest whether to deport an aunt of President Barack Obama to her Kenyan homeland. The Justice Department said after hearing her case on Thursday. The hmm. The, the wheels of justice turn oh so slowly, you know. Yeah. Uh, Zaintuni Anyawango. Pleased if I've if I've mispronounced the uh, the name of the the all hailed uh, president in chief. Forgive me. She's 57 and a half sister to Obama's father, whom Obama called Aunt Zintuni in his uh, memoir Dreams from My Father. Moved on to the United, she moved into the United States in 2000 and applied for asylum in 2002, citing violence in Kenya. And there's very, very real violence in Kenya. Mm, okay. That request was denied, but she not a surprise has continued to. This con- is the same country, by the way, that uh, d- also denied the Jews uh, coming here back in uh, the World War II days. Yeah, prior to World War II, there was a giant boat, a big boat full of uh, hundreds of, of people that were trying to escape Germany, and they were turned away from not only the United States but uh, many of the Western countries. They returned to Germany. They were in, um, all of them interned, and the vast majority of them killed in uh, concentration camps. So Yay, compassionate. immigration. Yeah. Yeah. The request was denied, but she continued to contest her deportation. At Thursday's hearing, a judge gave Anya Wango uh, the government, uh, and the government 30 days to file closing arguments. Department of Justice spokeswoman Lauren whatever said another hearing was set for May 25th. The judge had not made a decision before then. So 
There you go. Is that the story? There's no comment from uh, Obama or the spokespeople for the, the White I House? I think if I was Barack Obama, I would keep my mouth shut about this particular one. Um, I mean, you know, what? It, what's it going to look like if he's in any way involved? It's already likely, in my opinion, that she won't get deported simply because of her relations. And people would just, you know, the, they're just going to treat her differently because Barack Obama's name is attached to her. Do you feel like she's already being treated differently? I mean, would would someone else in a similar circumstance under similar accusations, have this 30-day delay where – or would they have automatically deported her without question? I can't answer. Uh, you know, that, to me, the, the immigration uh, department seems just – arbitrary sometimes they deport people sometimes they don't mm-hmm. sometimes they uh you know they reinstate visas sometimes they don't sometimes they tell people that are married you gotta um you gotta leave they just the, the, you know they, they they'll lose paperwork they change their minds uh, we've read stories of of all kinds of things and it's it's a big bureaucracy yeah it's it's byzantine just, trying right. to um trying to navigate the various different regulations and requirements and applications and that's what people want generally here in the united states they they seem to want to keep immigrants out so they want to put together this this organization that says sure we've got an organization that'll let you come in but they make it so arduously difficult to do that that many people would rather just sneak in than to try to go through this you know all this paperwork and then they claim well you're a lawbreaker you didn't go and deal with our crazy arbitrary bureaucrats that lose your paper and charge you hundreds of right. dollars though, if not thousands for those attorneys as though any of those people that make that claim that you're a lawbreaker anybody anybody that would be making that claim enjoys dealing with government bureaucracy and doesn't break laws right Right. That too. As if as if there aren't so many laws in the United States of America and every place else that you couldn't that you, you, you can't read them all in, in three lifetimes. And then that's just for the one geographic area that you're Wait standing in now. Wait a minute. You're just talking about reading, not comprehension. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> because who can, who can understand those things? I tell you, I've tried to read just some relatively short you know, statutes and things like that, and it is next to impossible the for me. The cops don't know the laws. I mean, no, how, in the world, how in the world are, is the average citizen supposed to know? How is somebody who doesn't speak English this, yeah. particularly well supposed to know? Right. Yeah, I'm sure they've got uh, Mongolian translators just waiting for uh, for phone calls. Yep. You know, I was uh, – I'm, I'm watching uh, – on Netflix, I've been watching this movie called The War. It's uh, it's a PBS special by it's Ken Burns film. Hey, we need to get Netflix as an advertiser. There, yeah, they're awesome. Um, but it and and the many of the people that were fighting, you'd, you'd get these these old guys that were telling their stories of what it was like when they were in the war. And I can't tell you how many of them said, "Yeah, my mama was back in Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, wherever. She didn't speak a lick of English, so the the you know my brothers and sisters would have to read the letter to her. I mean. This is this is what America was founded on. People that couldn't speak English. I, I've got a, a friend of mine who's uh, his family's Amish. I mean, they've been here for 300 years, and many of them still speak a different language. What, what do the Amish speak? Dutch? Uh, well, it's a it's a, it's a yeah, it's basically no, it's German. German. Um, and it's it's a colloquial type of German from a particular area. Hmm. So I did not know that. Now you know. The toll-free number here is 1-800-259-9231. I'm not sure what you want to comment on here with this story. I mean, Obama's aunt, they're looking at uh, essentially kicking her out of the country. She came here looking for asylum from all the violence happening uh, in Kenya there. And I guess the question, maybe the, my question for you is, if you think she should be removed from uh, from America and sent back to Kenya, why do you feel that way? 
Because then you'd you'd effectively be sending this uh, woman in her late fifties to her death, right? I mean, that's... I don't think that, that I don't think it's entirely fair. Kenya's not as bad as um, some African countries, but it's certainly a violent place comparatively. I Do you don't think they'd be upset to know that uh, one of their people tried to escape? I I don't think I don't no? I don't think so. I mean, it seems like it's stretching it. But at fifty seven, um, you know, she's she's reaching the the average lifespan of a woman in Kenya. So, mm. um, I I think I don't think it's too much too too much of a reach what you're saying, but it's a bit of a reach. Um, it's it still doesn't doesn't change the fact that it's a lower standard of living and it's a crappy place to to be and it, and their medical uh, services aren't as good. So, um, I, I don't think we should you know the United States citizen should be obligated uh to pay for any of these things for this woman and i don't get the impression from this story that that's what's going on i don't know i kind of like i've i've got this thing for you know where i don't particularly like politicians so i'm kind of like i wish you'd get, get sent back because really? i don't like obama <laughs> but other than that's that nice it's not it's it's not the right way to think she's not a politician right she's no, just, just some gal lady. who happens to oh 57 is middle-aged middle-aged at this point um <laughs> uh, please i'm i'm hitting 40 now you can't call 57 <laughs> year old old uh, Whenever I hear grandma, I think old, but you know. But this is uh, she's actually, not a grandma; she's an aunt. I'm aunt, sorry. So this is Aunt Sununi. She may very well be a grandmother, but uh, at 57, it's not impossible. That's true. But um, you know, I, 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 as far as I can tell, I think that people that want to be in the United States, you know, free people should be able to cross borders of free countries freely. Otherwise, well, people don't want you don't to... have free people and yeah. you don't have free countries. Well, it's not a free country, number one. And some people apparently really want to keep it that way. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free I think if you are going to make it so that people can cross the border freely, you need to do away with things like welfare and the force and uh, you know us being required to educate children of, of other, you know anybody, honestly. I don't, care who's, that. I don't care whose aunt she is. She should be able to stay here as long as she's you know not mooching off the system. She's as long as she's willing to uh, make her own way and uh, you know find her own, if she needs help, find it on her own without you know, going to the government. 800-259-9231. Bring up anything. It is Free Talk Live. And for the grand prize, why was marijuana made illegal? Uh, because it's a gateway drug. Because there's no medical value. Because it corrupts the youth. Uh, because drugs are bad, okay? Because it kills your brain cells. Uh, because it makes you dumb. Because it makes you lazy. Uh, because it'll make boys grow boobs. Uh, because it threatens industry and Americans are a bunch of sheep. MarijuanaMuscle.com This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you features on the site free, so enjoy those on us, including the archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download. They are yours. In fact, the podcast includes archives going all the way back to the beginning of 2009. All free for you at freetalklive.com. Do you hate making those extra trips uh, back to get the grocery bags? For the last few months at my house, we've been using the Tota Sack. It's a handle made of 100% recycled polymers right here in the U.S., and it's designed to simplify all kinds of carrying tasks, but I think it's probably most used for grocery bags. You can go to TOTASAC, T-O-T-A-S-A-K.com, and see one there and get a family pack. It's TOTASAC. They carry more than you can, a lot more. TOTASAC.com. Let's go to your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. We started out discussing the situation with Obama's aunt, and she's facing something that a lot of people uh, in this country are facing. 
deportation. In her case, it's back to Kenya. Uh, but it brings up the immigration issue and uh, the the Byzantine laws that surround trying to legally immigrate to this country that I think most of the people that uh, support immigration laws don't even have a, a the beginning concept of, uh, of what those are about. But just your comments on uh, immigration or Obama's aunt or whatever's on your mind goes at 800-259-9231. We'll start things out with Paul listening to WBHP in Huntsville, Alabama. Hello, Paul. Hey there. Hey, what's on your mind? Yeah, um, well, I believe in the, the idea of redefining certain words. Um, I hear a lot of people talking about the government, and sometimes I don't think they know who they're talking about. What do you mean? Um, well, government consists of a lot of different branches of organizations, and sometimes when they broad brush it and they just say the government uh, sometimes that's kind of nebulous, and okay. it's not really finding out where the problem really is at. How would you define it, then? How would you explain? Well, I believe in going to the dictionary. and uh, The government, actually, the, the word, um, it says it's a noun, but it also acts as more of a verb. To govern. Right. The act of governing. And getting back to what y'all were talking about earlier, about... You know, the overthrowing of the United States by violent in order to, and the government of the United States, if we take that in terms of... Are we talking of, about violent overthrow of the government tonight, Mark? <laughs> I, that sounds like a really unlikely thing That's that not two, something. two Quakers would talk about. Yeah, we, we weren't talking about that, so I don't know where you're listening to, but you can no, still comment. No. no, what I meant was that the, the law in South Carolina... Um, what about Which it? said, you know, the... the uh, the questioning of uh, any organization that had plans on overthrowing the government of the United States. Right. Oh, this is something we talked about on the show last night. Yeah. Uh, they're requiring in South Carolina, allegedly, uh, any subversive organizations to register with the state government. Right. Now, but uh, the idea of overthrowing the government, if we take that as, as the verb form, since there are obviously many different uh, definitions of that word government, you know, basically, you're you're saying overthrowing the rule of law. Um, so when we say the word government, it always helps to know exactly who are we talking about or what are we talking about. Um, well, when I say government, I'm talking about the men and women calling themselves the state of fill-in-the-blank or the city of fill-in-the-blank or the town of fill-in-the-blank or the federal government. Uh, the men and women who are willing to initiate force to use coercion on peaceful people in order to extract money and obedience from them. That's uh, my definition of yeah, government. Yeah, sometimes I fall into the trap that my uh, my partner does here by you know using the term government to actually mean sort of a coercive government that intends to you know get its way or use violence against you versus, say, a governing organization like a credit card company that you independently and voluntarily contract with. Right. Uh, for example, sometimes I might consider the government around here, it's, it's these white cars that have these thin blue letters written across um, community development, and uh, they just so happened to see I had a garden and it had plastic over it to cover it from the uh, mosquito uh, spray. Mm. I didn't want, of course, the, the this garbage on my plants. Well, basically, they threatened my uh, property manager, uh, landlord, with a $1,000 fine if I didn't take that garden down in 24 hours. A garden, or, or they wanted the plastic down because it's a structure? Well, everything. There was a note that basically <laughs> excoriated everything uh, that the, uh, the 
stakes that held everything in place, hmm. saying it was a danger yeah. to the electrical lines, even though it was only like six inches <laughs> deep. A man, a man wants to plant a garden so that he can grow some tomatoes and some carrots or whatever, and uh, the, the bureaucrats come in and, and bug them about that. I mean, it's, right, it's crazy. It's, well, it's because it's their community that they get to decide uh, how it's developed, not you, apparently, even though you thought it might have been your property. Oh, and by the way, I fi- finally figured out why you thought we were talking about that tonight. Uh, in uh, Huntsville, they play a couple hours, I think, of the last night show before this uh, the live Saturday show kicks in, so that's why I was confused. and. Uh, thanks okay. for listening out there, Paul. We appreciate hearing from you, and uh, thanks okay. for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. That's right. The government owns your property. If it does, if you don't think the government owns your pri- property, prove to me it doesn't. Because you as, far as, as far as I can tell, I have to pay a an annual rent for mm-hmm. my property to the, the for town. For every six months. And the town and the state in which I live. And, um, yeah, it, it, it depends. Yeah. If, if it gets high enough, they'll change it to every six months or even every quarter because they'll make it so ridiculously high that you just can't pay it all at once. And um, if you don't pay it, they'll kick you out just like a renter. That's right. Yeah. You don't own your property. The state the the, the 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 town or the state owns your property. Let's continue with your phone calls. Jim, listening to WFTL on the east coast of Florida. Hello, Jim. Yeah, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, well, I just happened to turn the radio on. I was waiting for somebody, and I heard some some things said. I'd like to talk about three of the things. Okay, sure. The first thing is uh, Obama's relative, being deported or not being deported. I don't know how you can take the position, or whoever said it there, I don't know who's talking, that uh, she should be allowed in. I also don't know how anybody can take the position that she should be thrown out because we don't know the facts. I mean, and if you have this overwhelming philosophical view that, for example, everybody should come in or nobody should come in, that's nice, but we have laws. And although... The laws are just words on paper, though. And they're arbitrarily enforced. It sounds like I'm talking to sophomores in high school or something. What do you, you mean think? the laws are just words on paper? Well, there's those. you got to get You got to make it clear. You got to make something clear, Jim. The, the laws you're talking about are actually statutes or ordinances or acts, and those are words uh, on paper. I believe in natural law, which you don't really have to write down to understand. And natural law says you don't harm other people or do damage to them or their property. Uh, anything else beyond that is uh, is words on paper written by strangers that I have no connection with. So I think it's well, uh, entirely appropriate me, to say that free people should be able to come here. Let me tell you what you're distinguishing. You're distinguishing between malum per se laws, in other words, things that are bad without it being written down, mm-hmm. it's just bad, like killing or robbing, and you're st- distinguishing between other type of laws, like which malum prohibitum, crimes, which would not, yes, yeah. which would not be crimes unless they were written down. Okay, mm-hmm. they're still every not crimes. Society, every society has to have the other type of laws, mm-hmm. and as long as we have those other type of laws, but people run around saying that, well, they don't agree with this one or that one, that's just fine. But you go and change the law. Oh, no, no. no. How about I just, that's so easy to do. How about I just ignore the law? That's what I usually do. Hang on, I'll bring you back. You seem pretty uh, pretty educated about this. If you don't mind, we'll uh, we'll bring you back for more discussion. 800-259-9231. Talking about the law. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves. 
the highly anticipated new documentary, Reclaiming the Blade, featuring Viggo Mortensen, Carl Urban, John Rice davies and Star Wars legend Bob Anderson is now available at swordmovie.com. The number one movie on iTunes is now available on a two-disc set that includes hours of swordplay instructional videos, behind-the-scenes footage, exclusive interviews, and a documentary on the making of a real sword. Visit swordmovie.com today for your chance to win one of many real historical replica swords, as well as the wonderful Force FX lightsabers from Hasbro. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features on the site for free, including our bulletin board system with over 500,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about. Serious issues, fun stuff. You'll find it all free over at bbs.freetalklive.com. And um, I I have recently updated my bathroom and kitchen, and I did so with – actually, I didn't update. I was putting them in new, but uh, you may be updating yours. Um, I – Used innerknobs.com. Instead of going to the big box stores and the, um, the the specialty shops, which I did actually go to all of them, but I checked the prices at innerknobs.com before I made my decision, and I found that I could get them significantly more cheaply. Go to innerknobs.com, use code FTL to save an additional 11% off, and they have a closeout section there that's 50 to 80% off. You can get knobs and pulls significantly more cheaply. Check the, uh, check the competition and then go to innerknobs.com. All right, we continue here. Uh, Jim is, I think, still with us, listening in Delray uh, to WFTL. Jim, you there? Yep, I am. Okay, great. Good, good. We were talking with you about uh, the idea about the laws and society, and you were talking about how you think that society needs to have uh, laws that prohibit certain uh, behavior. Uh, Like, I don't know what what you believe those laws should be. No, 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 I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I, I said that we have these laws. And I really haven't given, there's a million of them, I haven't given a thought to each one and know if we need them or not, or, mm. or not. But we have to have an orderly government for governing. And if we have these laws, the idea is to obey the law or change the law. Not pick the ones you don't like and, and say, well, you know, I'm going to break it. For example, you, you said something like, or somebody there said something, that um, because laws are very complicated, uh, that if you, you, it's very difficult to read them, that nobody knows what they're about or if they're breaking the law or not. I don't believe that. J- well, Jim, I are believe- you kidding me? Have you ever read them no, before? No. I have. I have. I've read almost every law in the, in the criminal of, of, of criminal nature and many others. You've got to and, be kidding me. Are you a lawyer? I agree. No, yes, I am. Oh, well, that now, explains it then. I agree. I agree. They're complicated. No wonder and you're I arguing agree. for the laws. No wonder you're arguing for the I'm system. You're a lawyer. You profit and from I'm not them. arguing in a position. What I'm telling you is that everybody knows... When what they're doing is a criminal matter. That is not. not true at all. There are Give so many example. different laws. Give me some examples. Well, well, me some leaving examples. your car, sitting your, um, leaving your car running uh, when you, uh, you know, happen to be sitting in a parking space because it's cold or something against the law. How about putting something in a mil- about, an empty milk container that's I'm not, not milk? Talking about non- I'm not talking about nonsense things like that. There's the law is the law, laws, Jim. Yeah, no, that's true. And if you if you knew about that, of course you shouldn't do it or change it. <laughs> I'm talking about something. Okay, Jim. Something let's talk. Let's take this to the extreme. You can often show the ludicrousness of a statement by taking something to the extreme. In Nazi Germany, it was illegal to harbor Jews. Were the people that harbored Jews they were breaking the law? Are they bad people for breaking that law, or should they have tried to change it? No, that's that that is illegal on its face because it's against human nature. It's against so human a, nature for somebody crime, to tell. When the government makes a law 
that is a malum per se crime, then you have a, there's a problem. And it's not a valid crime, and then you have a right to fight, to fight against it. I'm of the so opinion... We talked about in the very in the very beginning, when there's a law that is against human nature, so the government makes a law that you should kill somebody, or that you should harm somebody, or you should rob somebody, then you have a situation where you have a right. Because there's a, there's a higher law. Then that's what but I'm that's what I'm trying to tell you, Jim. Caveat. That's what I'm trying to tell you is every time the government makes a law where there is no victim, then they are you know they are violating natural law. Thanks, Jim, for no. the call. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. What a shock! The uh, guy calling in to defend the system is somebody who profits from it. He oh. makes his living from the various different laws that are out there. 800-259-9231. We continue listening, uh, well, going to Jeffrey, listening to WTAR in Virginia. Jeffrey, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, thank you for taking my call. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I don't profit from uh, any uh, laws or anything like that, but uh, I would like to comment on if Obama's aunt, if the paperwork wasn't right, then she should have already been back. I believe, as far as the government, I've got big problems with the government. They don't enforce the laws that they have on the books. That might not be what y'all want to hear, but as far as immigration goes, if the paperwork's not right, if I mean, there's just a big problem with people coming So what you're here. saying is that people who want to be free, people who want more freedom in their lives, want to escape whatever tyranny they're living under, should make sure that they bow down and fill out whatever arbitrary forms and pay whatever arbitrary fees some group of strangers calling themselves the uh, INS or ICE in Washington, D.C. demands. Our country's going to end up just like that. If, if, I, Why is it like what? Why is that? What makes we've you think that a, we've got to get a grip on our own on our own turf? You know, we've we got. That's not answer the question. Have, that's not uh, answer the question. Why do you think that the country will uh, diminish into a third world uh, cesspool because people who want to be free manage to get over here and can be? Because when they come over here, they don't really go along with with what our country is stood for. What is it? Know, sta- well, uh, what does the country stand for? Well, I'm talking about they carry on with their um, own stuff like they they make their own country over here. They bring they they don't they don't go along with with the laws and the stuff that they don't try to they speak their own language, they bring their own language over here, they continue with that, the businesses, their own signs, everything, you know, it's like a different country over here, you know. They so so you on. really are you really offended when you like for instance if you were to go into a, a big city and come across a Chinatown or a little Mexico or something like that, a little Italy, uh, does that really offend you? No, it doesn't offend me at all. I mean, I really don't have a, you know, it's, it's basically the, the, it just, it's, I, it, I, I want to say that it's making our country weaker, but it's not. I understand that, you know, different, um, different classes of people and different ethnic people make this country great and all, but it just seems like right now with the country, the problems that, that we're going through, I, I just think that we all just to be united and just be, all of us just need to, I don't know, with the, as far as the laws goes, the laws that we have aren't enforced strictly enough, I think. And well, the laws that we have laws. aren't enforced because they're arduous and Byzantine, and even the people enforcing them don't know them. And um, that's the problem with the immigration law in general. If it was much easier, than, then you know, people would probably go through the system, but it's not. And be, that's because 
government tends to move towards the bureaucratic. I mean, it creeps. It it it, it gets um, its its laws get more and more murky and difficult to to figure out. But uh, you know the 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 idea that the country needs to concentrate on itself right now, in and of itself, financially, does, economically, doesn't really make much sense. We've got a housing we had a housing problem in this country. What if we let in uh, you know a million immigrants? They'd have to live somewhere. Suddenly, your housing, uh, you know, problem is taken care of. Let's continue. Yeah, he dropped off the line. Let's talk to Jerry, listening in Waco to ninety-four-five Info FM. Hello, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I um, I would like to talk about the immigration, particularly illegal immigration. The uh, the cost to society for illegal immigrants. Um, they that cost is borne mainly by the middle class. When and you say the cost, you, wait, 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 point of information, when you say the cost, are you talking about the various different uh, tax dollars that are being paid out to welfare recipients and things like that? Well, uh, just uh, not necessarily welfare, but let's say you have an illegal immigrant and uh, they have children. Uh, it costs, it cost, um, in Texas, it costs about $7,500 per year for public schools. So you are talking about welfare yeah, because that's what public schools just welfare for middle class people. Well, yeah. well, yeah, it's uh, it's not going to go away though. It's Unders- not, understood. Do you think that because we have a welfare problem in this in this country that we should uh, then uh, subjugate people's rights to be- because of that? I mean, is that right? Well, it's it's idiotic to think that we're going to do away. With the public school system. It's idiotic to think that you're going to have anything to do with the immigration problem either. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, you're okay. not going to have anything to okay. do with it. I mean, give me a break. Do you think that the uh, you think that we're going to do away with, with uh, public schools uh, no, it's just not going to happen unless people want want that to happen. I, I'll, I'll bring it back here in a moment if you want. Hang on, uh, more with <laughs> more with Jerry. Yep, laugh it up. More with Jerry in a moment. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Ha ha! I can't get rid of you. Can't get rid you of can't our get rid of government. Schools. We have teachers unions behind it, and there's all kinds of unions behind those government uh, ICE bureaucrats too. Yeah, government's freedom. hard to get rid of. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. So we need to build more government to enforce the laws. Better. Better, right? Guys, do you have trouble getting women or ever wonder why she chooses to jerk instead of you? Do you want to know what she really wants in a man? Welcome to SchoolOfDating.com, the site that will teach you how to build confidence and pick up women without losing your self-respect. SchoolOfDating.com offers live dating shows, free chat line, coaching, and much more. Whether you're single, dating, married, or just need motivation when it comes to women, we'll show you how to get there. SchoolOfDating.com. We're more than just a dating site. We're a lifestyle. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. And if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, head on over and shop with us at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. Dozens of categories in which you can shop uh, and even used items if you want to save a few extra bucks. Free Super Saver shipping on a lot of their brand new items. Enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. But remember, you cannot get the Totasack. We told you about those earlier this hour at Amazon. You have to go to Totasack.com. And if you want a two-pack of the Totasack, stay tuned because those are coming up. We'll give you the uh, the contest lines here in a little bit. The Libertarian Party tried the Big Ten approach. What happened? 
herd of elephants broke loose and trashed the place. It's time to shut down the circus and get back to doing what the LP does best. Pick up a broom and join the cleanup crew at TakeBackTheLP.info. TakeBackTheLP.info. Let's continue. I think Jerry is still with us listening in Waco to KBCT. Jerry, are you there? Hello, hello. Okay, Jerry. So we were talking about immigration, and you pointed out that there's a certain problem out there that directly ties into immigrants. You mentioned that if immigrants come here and they have children, that it costs down there in Waco like $7,500 to uh, per year to uh, in the government school system. Which, it's 14000 up here. It's a lot more up here. Uh, but uh, you pointed all that out, and you're right about that. You're right that the government spends a whole lot of money, way too much money, on uh, doing anything that it, uh, that it wants to do. And unfortunately, your proposal to deal with the situation sounds to me like you want to increase the size of government. Well, have you ever heard of uh, the law of holes? The law of holes. Do tell me what that is. Yeah, that's the one where if you're in a hole, you stop digging. <laughs> okay. I love that law. Okay. Okay. Well, um, we are not going to get rid of the public school system in my lifetime or yours, no matter how good an idea it is. It's just not going to happen. So what do you propose? Not if we keep doing the same things. Well, it's it's not going to happen. What do you propose? Well, with a defeatist uh, okay, attitude like uh, okay, that, then you're okay, right. It won't. So, Go so ahead. I, I have no particular objection to immigration if it is um, a very small portion of the population each year admitted. So, so what's your proposal to problem, stop it? The problem is is illegal immigration and and if you if you conflate those two that immigration and illegal immigration you can never get a handle on it so how now, do you now, propose Jerry to get a handle on it that's what i want to hear from you well well there are, i mean for one thing you you uh, enforce the border laws particularly on the southern border where where the problem is what do you what do you have in mind to do that well um we should have enough people, uh, police, for example, on the border. Wait a minute! Sure I thought you wanted happen. to stop digging. I personally digging. would prefer a, a fence. Okay, but, I thought. Wait a point of information here, Jerry. I thought you said a moment ago when you're in the hole, you stop digging. Sounds to me like you want to dig deeper and you know add more government bureaucrats to the existing bureaucracies and increase the size of the state. Well, <clears throat> um, yeah, that's an idiotic point. It, it, you that's cannot, not what you're calling for. The, the, <laughs> The, the the problem you're 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 dreaming that the problem is going to go away by shouting some slogans. But it's you're dreaming not going to happen. You're dreaming that you can do something about illegal a, um, aliens in this country it, without destroying the ability of uh, of uh, people that run businesses to do their business without all kinds of arduous government paperwork and hiring all kinds of people to to fill out that that crappy paperwork and okay, then having bureaucrats well, bust in with guns, okay, point them well, at people. Uh, you think that you can solve the problem of government with more government and you're, then you call me an idiot. Well, well, look, I, I didn't, I, I didn't say you were an idiot. I said that's idiotic. Idiots think idiotic things. That's, it's a different thing. So, do right, you support? Let me make sure. I want to clarify here, though. Just make sure. That's I, not, you didn't address my point, though, right? You went of off on the idiot thing. Uh, Please okay. address the point. Okay. Uh, your point is that that um, if somehow you do away with the government. With, with, let's say, border control. I won't even say the government. Let's say you do away with border control, then somehow the society will be more free. It, it, 
Need, was that your that, point, Mark? That's what you're saying. I think that um, in the in the process, you need to get rid of uh, government rules on uh, okay. welfare, schools, <laughs> but, and but uh, you hospitals. Cannot, you cannot. You cannot just wave a wand and, and have that happen. That's no, true. but I can effort. say what's right and what's wrong. Okay. Well, that's fine. That's is it fine. right to steal money from people, Jerry? This this is not my argument. My argument is your your that, argument that, is to increase the size of government in order to hopefully keep people out of this country, so you can keep the costs of the government school program down and the other government welfare programs down, as though that's going to keep the costs down in any way, shape, or form. You're talking about increasing the the police state in this country. Yeah. And they this, built the Berlin Wall with the same uh, with the same bullcrap slogans. We've got to keep out those awful Western <laughs> Berliners. Now, now that is an idiotic point. No, it's you know not, the, dude. The, they that, said you that. You know that the Berlin Wall was intended to keep people in, not to not the Berliners. To keep they, out. Look, the thing didn't, didn't pop out of heaven. Is, you don't think that this wall will keep you in too? To that the Berlin Wall was designed to keep people out. It was intended to keep people in. Okay, I know I'm an idiot, Jerry, but please check <laughs> the history say, on this. I did not check say the history on this, idiot. Jerry. Okay, I'm a guy who point. thinks idiotic thoughts. Please check the history on this, Jerry. The fact is the the Berlin Wall didn't appear out of heaven one day. It had to be built. And how do you keep people into a place that you're building? I'm not saying that they're trying to keep, keep people in the United States. What I'm saying is that in fact uh, you know, making the United States a police bad, state will make it so terrible analogy. to live here that Figure the immigrants won't want to come analogy. anymore. It was a bad analogy. Jerry, I told you. <laughs> Jerry, you can call me. How many you can say you... whatever you want, Jerry. Is you can go you can go on the internet tonight and read about what they told the East Germans when they were building the Berlin Wall. And then I already in, ahead of that, I'll tell you, I accept your apology. Hey, Jerry, are you? Is this Jerry, the program director? Yeah. <laughs> I love you, man. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. And thanks for putting us on the, the station down there. It's a good conversation. 800-259-9231. That's it the is thing. hard, Would hard. you have changed how you were dealing with him if you knew Absolutely. it was the program director? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, and 100% would have. Um, but, you know, it is it is really hard to push the pro-liberty issue with uh, people that are in border states because they are yeah. dealing with immigration on a day-to-day basis. If you look at the, the best congressman in all of America, Ron Paul... The one place that his uh, his uh, rhetoric falls short is on immigration, mm. because you know he he says we got to straighten this out. For, we got to straighten the United States out first before we straighten out uh, you know the immigration problem or let people in or whatever. Well, it is it's not says. like we are unqualified to comment. I mean, you and I are both Florida natives, and there's plenty of uh, immigrants coming in down there, so we we've spent plenty of time uh, down that way. Now. The, the thing but that's I never disturbing. worked in an industry where my job was taken by illegals. I can tell you that. That's got to be tough. It can't. It can't I be. I did. Easy. I did spend quite a bit. Quite a bit of time in uh, prison with some illegals. But you know. I don't like calling people illegals. I, I think. I that, think that there needs to be a if, distinction if you're made start between people who people, filled out the government per- paperwork and the ones. Well, that wait didn't. a minute. I mean, if you want to start calling people illegals, then you need to start calling everybody that ever breaks any arbitrary government law illegal, right? Because that's why they're called illegals because they haven't followed the laws. Well, I don't follow the laws on a regular basis, so I must be an illegal. Do you right? think there's a distinction to be made? Uh, I think there are there are the people that uh, bow down. How about the obedience versus the uh, the non the obedient immigrants versus the, the disobedient immigrants? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I you don't know. You know what happens to people that are disobedient, right? <laughs> well, that you beat them with a stick. Not good things. 
so it, it's unfortunate that what what Jerry was calling for and what other people who are calling for restrictions on immigration, they're calling for an increase in the size of the state. And many of these people would be otherwise folks, I think, that would agree that lower taxes are better. But they're saying, tax me more. Increase the size of the federal government. Let's have some more raids. We need more government uh, agents armed with uh, MP5s busting into people's businesses and pointing uh, their weapons at the office workers. I mean, that's what's going on. You want to see more of this? Let's talk to Tina listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Tina, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, Yes, sir. Just concerning the question you had on our opinion on whether or not Obama's aunt should be deported back to Kenya, um, really my only opinion is that the deportation law should be applied equally to everyone over here illegally. Otherwise... You know, I feel real bad, especially for being older or being, a, you know, a horrible country to go back to. But if you don't apply the law equally to everyone over here illegally, then I just believe it creates more confusion. Do you? Um, no matter, you know, example, no matter their connections or their situation. I, I understand treating people fairly. Do, do you? Um, did you hear the story we that told? Equal is different from fair. Right. But go ahead. Did you hear the story we told about the uh, the Jews that were in the boat uh, in um, I believe it was uh, 1939? They left Germany yes, in a I boat did. trying to go from country to country. Do you think that the uh, laws should have been uh, fairly enforced against them because they were? Well, that's you know, if you look at it black and white. Unfortunately, if you don't look at, if if a law is, you know, and of course the deportation laws are probably very unclear. (laughs) I don't, you know, I don't really know the laws. Nobody does, um, Tina. Thank you for the call. Uh, we're going to give uh, Totasac, two-pack of them, away to you if you're calling number four right now at 603-435-1105. You get a two-pack of the Totasac, and I help you bring those groceries back in from the car for probably in one trip. 603-435-1105. Caller 4 gets it. Hour 2's coming up. American patriots, would you like to spend a day or two with other freedom-loving Americans? Learn rifle marksmanship while hearing the real story behind the American Revolution? If you said yes, then the Appleseed program is for you. Part shooting school, part oral history lesson. Appleseed has trained thousands of Americans nationwide. And with hundreds of shoots scheduled this year, you can be sure there's one near you. For more information, go to AppleseedInfo.org. That's AppleseedInfo.org. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And uh, we have another giveaway tonight, too, don't we? That's right, Mark. We did the Totasac giveaway, and uh, coming up, what, what are we going to be giving away later? Well, uh, tickets to the uh, the 12 Hours of Sebring. It's a race in, in Florida, in, in Sebring, Florida. Go figure. And um, it's, it's really, a big deal. It is a really big deal. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's not a NASCAR race. These cars turn both directions. It's the, like the Europe, European Grand Prix. It's like a real race. Well, you know, I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with NASCAR. I've, in, I've watched those races and enjoy them. But um, this, this is what this race is, and it's great. I've been to it, and it is an awesome time. Um, the, it, it, since it's geographically, uh, you know, obviously stationary, you can't, not everybody in the country can win it. I would prefer people, only people that, uh, are intend to go to the race attempt to make the telephone call. Well, I would, I would hope that would be the case. Some so we'll, people just love to win. Well, we'll ah, get, <laughs> win, wow! 
<laughs> All right. Well, we'll give you the opportunity to win those. Is it two? How many tickets are we doing? Two? Four? We're d- doing a pair of tickets. A pair of them. Okay. Very good. So these, that's uh, the up. tickets. These are super tickets for four days, and they're awesome. hundred bucks. More than hundred bucks. hundred bucks each. Yeah, more than hundred bucks each. Damn. All right. That's coming up here tonight. Uh, we got two more hours to go here, so we're kicking off hour two with your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. Let's start things out with Mark listening to WTAR in Virginia Beach. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing tonight, guys? Mark, what's on your mind? Hey, listen, about the Obama thing. Um, yeah. First of all, I wanted to straighten out where, where your opinion was. I think you said that it was cool to, you know, let her be here because she, she could be in, you know, deathly trouble if she were to go back to Kenya. We're talking about, and, uh, just to bring our listeners up to speed that uh, might just be tuning in, we're talking about the story about Obama's aunt who is facing deportation back to Kenya uh, my point in general is that people who you know want a better life for themselves should be able to come here, period, uh, and make a better life for themselves. I think that uh, government welfare should be abolished and that if people need help in life, they should reach out to charities and other uh, private organizations to uh, to help them out. So but the comment about Kenya was just to uh, you know bring a little bit of uh, – emotional point to the reason why some people leave where they are in order to come here because well things suck uh, in a lot of places uh, around the world and so again my general point is that anybody uh, not just obama's aunt but anybody who comes here for a better life and is willing to you know work toward a better life should be here right okay well um i agree with you on a lot of what you're saying but not completely um okay i think you know, I, I agree. I'm for immigration laws. It sounds like, obviously, you're not. Um, in the case of Obama, in this one isolated case, I would I would say she should stay. And that's based on who she is. You know, if, she's rela- if she is in relation to the number one man in the country, then I'm active duty military, by the way, so he's in directly in my chain of command. He's the commander-in-chief. Why play favorites? And, it, well, it's one of those rank hazards, privileges things. Now, now that's, that's disgusting. Very, that's going to get me in trouble saying that statement, and I know it will. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's not going to be a popular statement. Yeah. yeah but now here, here's a, He has no yeah, rank over me. He's just another man. He's another man in a with great responsibility. With that responsibility that he holds, I think if the if he's got a relative that's in potential trouble, then at the very least. If she is going to go through the laws, then that can be a streamlined exception to allow her to stay. Well, I think now, having that... said all that, I am for immigration laws. You have to have some control. Think of, you know, the immigrant that you're saving over here could be a detriment to an American citizen, whether it be unemployment. Look at unemployment. We're over 10 percent, depression-level eras. And so these immigrants that come in – you know, maybe they're going to be low-level jobs, fruit-picking jobs, but mm-hmm. it's like a trickle-down or a trickle-up effect. If we don't, if we can't hire our own, then how can we take care of others? And Ever seen welfare, white people pick fruit? <laughs> not too often. No, they don't. They I don't do watermelons it. one summer down in Florida. I heard you say you're from Florida. You know, but I did it for a summer. I was a high school kid. Stunk, I mean, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sucked, and there were a lot of Cubans there, and I didn't check their green card. But. <laughs> but, well, you know, it is what it is. However, you have to control the influx mm. of people coming in So how in much tyranny? I mean, what, what kind of tyranny are you talking about here? I mean, are we talking about uh, random checkpoints, uh, building a wall? What, what do you think? I mean, what's your vision for uh, immigration enforcement? How would, how would you do it if you were in charge? 
Okay, um, there is immigration in in place, you know, I, and, and you see, I see it on the news. I'm not from out on the southwestern border, but all the crossings and people who cross every day and immigration's out there chasing them down, turning them back, and some will get through. Um, okay, that could be, in my eyes, improved upon a little bit. Some of the, you know, I'm not bigger government guy either. I am for less government, but... Except in this area, right? right. Because yeah, government no, no. will work here. Gosh darn it, we can make government work here. No, 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 no. I no, you not can't. Even You're right. in this area. I'm saying take away the bureaucracy about it. And How can you do action. that? You can't take away bureaucracy from government. It's part and parcel of the whole, da- that's, the whole that's deal. That's where we got the term from, bureaucracy, and, from government. <laughs> and that's my biggest problem with it. You, government as we know it should all be streamlined. Well, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to run it like a business, right? Like the military? It should should be completely streamlined. You should be going for the objective instead of a 700-page document delineating a one-sentence law. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll believe you uh, about this whole streamlining government thing when you can get the military streamlined, okay? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's how ludicrous that is. <laughs> hey, thanks for the call tonight, man. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. We just need to get a businessman in there, Mark, who can who can run the government like a business. Sure, uh, yeah, because a businessman can run the government like a business. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, that's been said so many times. Yeah, it's, so, it's so many um, ludicrous. It's, so many, so many uh, that's men. The, that's the lie that's been told to America so yeah. many times. So, so there's so many businessmen who've come in and run for political office and who've run successful businesses supposedly what Uh, if we could get the government to function as efficiently as business what if i could (laughs) propel myself from here to the moon via my own flatulence what if i could jump up and down and shoot rose petals out of my butt i mean none of these things come on you can't do it do it go ahead you know streamline something show me because the 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 examples of businessmen getting into government and failing at making government streamline and Mm business-like are 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 legion that's right the examples of the government being run streamline like a business are zero because government is nothing like a business it uh, is completely different from a business and the reason one of the primary reasons why is because government has no connection to the marketplace with the exception of the very occasional election uh, that comes by from time to time which doesn't really do anything significant to change anything about how the government operates it only changes out the head agents uh, of the uh, the state organizations no matter who's elected the various different organizations uh, within the government continue to expand continue to uh, to get larger and employ more bureaucrats and expand their purview and their the amount of control that they have over people that's i mean if if there was any streamlining of government going on we'd see smaller government but yeah. no matter who gets uh, elected whether they're republicans or democrats no matter what they say in their campaign promises government gets bigger every single time and so the people that are calling for uh you know cracking down on immigration and enforcing the law they're calling for bigger government because that's the only way you're going to be able to do that. And, of course, the point is, the important point to make is, as long as there's more freedom to be found here, people will still continue to come here. You can stop immigration by making this a more tyrannical police state hellhole than the place where people are coming from. So if you can make this worse than Cuba and uh, you know some of the other hellholes around the world, then... Uh, then, yeah, people aren't going to come here. And I'd like to make a and point. And then that wall will be keeping people in. Right. And I, I'd like to make a point on, um, you know, the idea that immigrants don't assimilate. 
Here's why immigrants don't assimilate. Because the fact is, throughout U.S. history, when we were, you know, the, the government wasn't as big and wasn't as invasive and wasn't as arduous, the immigrants did assimilate. Remember, Irishmen and dogs keep off the grass. Um, you know, the, the 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 Amish have assimilated. The Italians have assimilated. You know, you uh, you go down the list, and they've assimilated. All kinds of this America is great because people assimilated. And back then, the immigration bureaucracy really couldn't catch people coming in. They didn't even have enough paperwork to know whether somebody was legal or illegal. Right, just, but what just makes it here. so people don't assimilate is when you let them sit on their duffs and give them a bunch of free crap so they don't have to assimilate. They don't have to participate in the free market and serve customers or employer, employers. They don't have to assimilate. They're not gonna. And a perfect example is London Stan and France, where the uh, the, the, the Muslims have moved in, and they're just taking exa- advantage of their welfare state over there. There's more coming up. You take control. It's Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, the live Saturday edition. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free on the site, so do enjoy those on us. Uh, again, that's freetalklive.com. And our features on the site include our chat room. You can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners at chat.freetalklive.com. Of course, the best time to do so is during the live program. Uh, so head over to chat.freetalklive.com. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy for me, you to get your own .com domain name, whether it's a personal blog or complete e-commerce business website. You can let the es- experts at hostgator.com host you. If you use the code FTL, as in Free Talk Live, you can get uh, your first month completely free at HostGator.com. That's code FTL, as in Free Talk Live, HostGator.com. So the message that I've been hearing so far tonight, and we're going to continue with the calls in a moment, the message I've been hearing from the callers, uh, a lot of the callers, has been that government is too big. We've got too much welfare out there. There's too many people coming, taking advantage of these government programs. We need bigger government to stop all of these people from coming here to take advantage of these programs. Isn't that what they're saying? Well, it's it's <laughs> you know what they say about Republican welfare. Republicans really just like their bureaucrats armed. Bigger government, more border patrol, fences, uh, building a wall, great wall of Put America. Put the military on the border. They'll be more efficient there. All right, let's continue here and talk to, I believe, uh, Mike is with us listening to WSC-FM in South Carolina. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how are you doing tonight? What's on your mind, Mike? Uh, uh, I think there's some, we have to do some border control. Uh, I think the Native Americans can, uh, you know, attest to that. Um, You know, what's considered immigration or versus invasion? I mean, you know, if there's two... 200 million Chinese lined up on the border, are we going to let them in? You know? Well, um, <laughs> it's it's an impossible situation you're talking about. But I guess um, I, I, this this is the point I'd like to make. When white people came here to this country, they shot Indians that uh, they, they felt uh, were in, in the wrong spot. Are you finding a lot of Mexicans coming, um, coming here shooting people? Uh, no. I mean, you have the typical, you know, crime with any, you know, yeah. any 
They're about uh, as criminally oriented. They're about as criminally oriented as anybody in their um, in right. their, uh, their their socioeconomic bracket. Right, and then, but you know, if you like with the Native Americans, I mean, if you don't control the uh, immigration and the borders and stuff like that, then the when the minority becomes the majority, the rules change. Well, uh, that's because we have a system that's that's based on the my majority rules. Because democracy sucks like because that. Because democracy essentially puts a, a weapon in the middle of the room and then says, okay, the first one to it gets to use it against the other guy. Right. I agree with that. Now, the, um, you know, I think that when the Vietnamese, a lot of the Vietnamese came over here after Vietnam, mm-hmm. and uh, they got assistance when they got started, but then they they moved out of the welfare system. Yeah, so they didn't stay. They didn't stay in the welfare system. Mm-hmm. I don't know uh, whether they got assistance or not, but I can tell you that most Vietnamese aren't on welfare. Yeah, I mean they 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 came over and you know they're not. We have enough regular Americans on welfare. You know, let let alone immigrants. And the Vietnamese are a good example. When they came over here, they. You know, they didn't stay in the... There are plenty the, of examples of people... So do you think we should let Haitians? I mean, they just had a big catastrophe go on there. Do you think we should uh, let all the Haitians that want to come over here come over here? I think we are letting uh, a good number of co- uh, come over. Hundreds. And, uh, you know, uh, I know in, here in South Carolina we've um, got a number, but there were uh, Haitian-Americans that have come back mm-hmm. from Haiti. And uh, quite a few children have been, uh, the, the adoptions have been expedited, but you're really not talking about a lot of people being uh, let to come uh, let come to the country. So I mean, I mean, right. so, so how much uh, inconvenience are you willing to put up with in order to have uh, better border enforcement and immigration enforcement? I mean, are you, you willing for, to uh, deal with random checkpoints uh, in your city? No, I think that we just need to, we need to, like you said a while ago, you know, stop uh, – allowing them to have all these benefits, we're making it, you know, we're enticing them, you know, because you can come over here and we'll give you this and we'll give you that. And yep. Instead of when, you know, a lot of so the then would you agree then, over, Mike, that would you agree then that if, uh, if the enticements weren't there, that it'd be all right to just let people come here? I don't think you would have as, as big of uh, an immigration problem if the enticements weren't there. I wonder I about that. that. If, how, uh, how many I think so. I think he's right on this one because it's really silly to put a bowl of cat food out and then come out and shake a broom at the cats and try to swat <laughs> the cats. Yeah, exactly. God, what are you doing here eating this bowl of food? Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Mike, for your call tonight. Appreciate hearing right. from you at 800-259-9231. Let's con- it is, however, a great way to, to really stress over uh, of, of over the cats that are getting a free ride on your cat bowl, free, a bowl full of cat food. Continue with Joshua listening to WSC-FM in South Carolina. Joshua, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. All right. Hi. Um, hey there. I'm, I'm 22 years old. I'm a younger male. I've got two other brothers, and I'm just lis- I listen to, you know, talk radio and get everyone's views on things. But I just, you know, when people complain about people coming over from Mexico or wherever because, you know, it hurts their economy or hurts them, discomforts them, and they just don't like it, it's kind of, I think it's just kind of stupid. And when people want to come over here, I think it's kind of flattering because I recently moved back from Chicago. I've lived here all my life, and I went up there for a while just to, for a change of scenery. And it is terrible. I hated it. There's, like, crime everywhere. It's dirty. It's, you know, all this and that. And then I, I, then I hear about things like going in Mexico, like the cartels and whatnot. And if I think Chicago's that bad and they're saying that, like, you know, the cartel problem in Mexico is that bad, it's probably like it's, it's, you know, I couldn't imagine living over there. So why not let them come over? It's not, I mean, you should have some kind of like, uh, I guess, 
like making them check and see who they really are as long as they're not like killing people or they're not murderers. Who cares if they come over here? It's, you know, let them live their lives like everyone else because at one time my family was immigrants. I mean, I know I was. All of us, all of us were pretty much yeah, Josh. You know? <laughs> Now, um, here's I'd like to make one point on the on, on the murderers and um, you know that kind of thing. Josh is you know the, the at this point people regular people um, from Mexico sneak across the border. There's tunnels. There's guys named coyotes that'll get them across the border. And if the murderers really want to come to the United States, do you think they're going to stop off at an immigration checkpoint? If that's all oh. the immigration checkpoint does is checks for people with uh, tuberculosis and murder charges, um, it still wouldn't work. Because yeah, I know. they're bad really, at that. <laughs> really wouldn't at all. Yeah. But, you know, so you might as well just shut down so, the checkpoints. I'm, I, yeah, I guess you're right. But still, it's just like, you know, it, it's just it's stu- it, it really start, it pisses me off when people would just get all upset because, oh, I don't want them here because they're not from America. They're not American. Yeah, well, what it really truth, is. You know, I'm Irish and Indian. So, you know what? I'm not supposed to be here. Well, at least half of my family's not supposed to be here. So, and the other know, half is pissed. You know? <laughs> hey, Josh, thanks for the call. <laughs> Thank I appreciate, you, Josh. appreciate the thoughts at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Just a point of information on what he said about the cartels uh, down in Mexico. Of course, he's talking about drug cartels. And, yes, they are very violent and very dangerous. Terrible things going on in Ciudad Juarez. Uh, all over the place, yeah. Tijuana, uh, yeah. et cetera. Those two places particularly. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why... Why, of course, is because drugs are prohibited. So one of the things that could be done uh, that would solve this problem overnight would be to, virtually overnight, would be to uh, to legalize or to decriminalize drugs here and in Mexico. But the Mexican government tried to do that, and the DEA went in and said, oh, no, you don't. I so they backtracked that. and changed their plan. But the point being, well, actually, they still did, uh, later on, they did decriminalize very, very small amounts. But uh, nonetheless, having full decriminalization would put an end to drug cartels because, well, gangs can only traffic in products and services that are prohibited. So if those products are no longer prohibited, then they can be manufactured right here in this country by American businessmen. Are you giving candy again this year for Valentine's Day? Get creative, man. That's what shows women you care. This year, get her Georgia's famous baklava. It's Osborne approved. Walnut baklava with 50 layers of melt-in-your-mouth phyllo. All of the ingredients are premium and all-natural. That's why it tastes so good. Shipped in a special container, priority mail, so it gets to you fresh and delicious. Order by February 10th to make sure you have it in time for Valentine's Day at mandrik.com. M-A-N-D-R-I-K.com. No C in there. Mandrik.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those, freetalklive.com. By the way, those features do include the uh, Facebook profile. You can go to facebook.freetalklive.com, become a fan over there, and it's a great way to kind of keep in the loop with what's going on with Free Talk Live and connect with some other listeners, facebook.freetalklive.com. Take the startpage.com seven-day challenge. For seven days, use startpage.com instead of your big brother search engine and experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, but unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy when you do your searching. Plus, there's a little proxy button there, and you can have complete complete privacy when you go to a website that you've searched for. So it's startpage.com's seven-day challenge 
at startpage.com. All right, we continue with your phone calls. And ladies first, let's talk to Georgia listening in Tampa to WFLA. Hello, Georgia. Hi there. You're on the air. Thank you. Being a retired vet, one of the things about the border, you know, the reserves, all the reserve units, Mm -hmm. Marines, whatever, they have to serve two weeks every year. Correct? Yes. On active duty. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, if we take the reserve units for their two weeks and put them down on the border, that's going to enforce the border and cut down on the people coming across, don't you think? Do you, what um, about the northern border? Well, the same. What about the western uh, western and eastern coasts? <laughs> well, oh. I mean, the second biggest place that people come from is China, so they're, they're, they're obviously not crawling through a hole in the ground in Mexico to get here. No. But as I'm saying, if you take the reserve units... Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, I got, understand what you're saying. Do I'm you just, want to um, supplant, do you want to get rid of the uh, Border Patrol and um, Customs? Oh, no, just to augment that Border Patrol, you know? And um, I, I guess this is my next question, is one of the big problems with Border Patrol agents is really bribes. Um, is these uh, these people to get, uh, you know, they, these peasants will often pay uh, people to get them across the border. Those people pay border guards to let them across the border. Do you think that the reserve units are somehow... Um, you know, uh, immune to that kind of thing, or do you think well, that, or do you not. really just want to no. make It'll more feel people good. criminals? It'll feel good about. Go ahead. No, I don't think that. I think the military would be less susceptible to it. Why? Well, I spent 17 years before I got retired with disability, and most of the military people are in there to defend the country and poorly paid. Poorly paid, but they still do it. So yep. you don't think they you don't think they would take say ten thousand dollars in cash to let a, a truck full of immigrants through? Well, you, when you got a patrol out, you got more than one person on a patrol. So ten thousand each. Well, I don't think that they would do it. Yeah. Seriously. Well, you don't know them very well, I don't think. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Eight hundred two five nine. When the Vietnam War was going on, wasn't it uh, the military that was bringing the heroin? That's back? correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but they would never do so. No, no, they might, they could, easy that could money, be I'm true. afraid, and it's just, you know. It, it, but these it, are the mil- these are our boys, Mark. They, they would never do something like that. Well, this is they the, love uh, this country. This is the lionization of the military that that tends to go on because, well, you know, people believe that once once you slap a flag on these guys and tell them they're the United States, you're the heart and soul of America, son. <laughs> and and then and then everybody sort of believes it. You got to play you you play the Star Spangled Banner, the uh, America the Beautiful, while you show pictures of eagles and flags and and you know of course course these guys wouldn't do it yes when you pay them poorly and you put them on the border they're going to be even more likely to take the money that's just it the more people Plus they're 18 19 20 year old kids in a lot of cases now the reserves are older gentlemen but right i mean these are the kinds of people that a five thousand dollar bonus is a good reason for them to join the military and they could get that on a regular basis if they just allowed the coyotes to move people through and don't forget the uh, drug dealers that will also be paying them off because the border patrol remember when you're talking about putting uh government bureaucrats down on the border you're not just talking about stopping immigrants you're talking about stopping everybody 
uh, as long as there's you know some sort of suspicion or some reason to stop them, or in some cases they'll just stop everybody uh, as they are at the uh, various different checkpoints that they've set up. The right, Americans all, um, all over really don't know this is happening. The vast majority the of Americans have no idea that there are checkpoints where they just pull everybody over and say, "What's your citizenship? Let me see your driver's license." You know, they just check people. Yeah, if that's you right. can imagine how much of a pain in the butt this is when you're trying to get to work or do whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. You a car full of kids or or whatever. I mean, this is what I, well, you should do this. If, if you love America, son, you should do it because them darn Mexicans are coming over here and taking our jobs. No. Yeah. You should feel happy to sit and wait as you're slowly processed through whatever checkpoints uh, they decide to put up because that's right. what good little citizens do. And don't forget the surly do. bureaucrats that have no reason to uh, to, to treat you well, um, you know, because they're not incentivized to do that. Don't forget the uh, the pastor that was beaten, uh, severely beaten Tased. by these very uh, by these very same agents. And there's no shortage of stories of uh, various different abuses. Just for asking questions. Yeah. Toll-free numbers 800-259-9231. But, but, but one of the points I wanted to make here is that when you're putting more bureaucrats down on the border, it just means that the, the, the you know the cartels we were talking about earlier, that the ones that have billions and billions and billions of dollars, mm. uh, just means that they have to pay more to get their drugs through. That's all. So, so drugs just go up. Right, right. So the street prices go up. Uh, street prices going up means that the drug addicts that are paying the already exorbitant street prices have to pay more, which means that there's more likely that drug addicts are going to start robbing. And, you know, the drug addicts that might not be robbing and pillaging right now and, and hurting people may cross that uh, threshold into beginning to have to rob and pillage in order to uh, to support their drug habits. So go ahead, put more uh, bureaucrats down on the border and watch what happens in the uh, the cities near the border to the violence levels. One eight hundred and cities across the country because those uh, drug prices will filter throughout uh, the rest of the country. Yep, yeah, you know they they just want to put more 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 people with guns in the street as if guns are going to solve these problems. The problems of prohibition. It it didn't work when alcohol was prohibited. It won't work now. Well, remember, and that's uh, not just prohibition of drugs. That's prohibition of people coming to a, a country to be more free and to take care of their families. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. This is about. just prohibition. It's all prohibition. They're not hurting anyone. Illegal drugs, illegal alcohol, illegal people, illegal guns, you fill in the blank, whatever it is, prohibition doesn't work, and every time it's been tried, it has the same exact consequences. Greater violence in the streets, uh, more expensive, more oppressive government around uh, just taking away freedoms from people, more danger in general. Is that really what you want? Is that freedom? 800-259-9231. 800-259-9231. We continue. And I think we're going to go to Patrick listening in Tampa to WFLA. Patrick, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. How are you guys doing? What's on your mind, Patrick? Well, I think you guys are missing the point of the immigration argument entirely, and I think we need to reframe it. All right. Okay. Um, Let's reframe the argument. All right. Well, you guys are saying that it's so awful in Mexico and Kenya and all these other countries that if they want to, they should be able to come to our country because we promote freedom and prosperity, correct? Well, I'm not saying it's because, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you can come from a country but, that's... But that's uh, a good reason. That, that's your point. That if they mm, want to escape and start a better a better life for themselves, they should be allowed to. It's. There's I think, no I think but really my point, and it's close to what you're saying, but my point but really say, is... But you say it's not hurting anybody, and I, I want to I prove you wrong with that. Okay. What about all these illegal immigrants that come... And they're they're under the radar. They're ghosts in this country. But what they do is they steal people's social, good, hardworking American social security numbers, ruin their credit. They don't pay taxes on the money they do make. Yeah, they're only getting paid, you know, bum money to go pick strawberries like out here in Plant City and oranges. They don't get paid anything, but they don't pay taxes on it. 
They get free benefits from school. They get hospital fees paid for. And they're stealing other people's Social Security numbers and, you know, ruining their lives. Now, we did we did make it clear to you. I hope you hope we made it clear that we don't believe that anybody should uh, be able to suck off the system for welfare. Yeah, no, no, public one should, no one should. Okay. Like, I think okay. welfare okay, great, is great. I just want to make sure that we're on happened. the same page there. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, we definitely agree on that point. Now, welfare was you do understand the that the reason should have been ended. The reason the illegal aliens, if, if what you're saying is true, and I can only imagine that it probably is, that some of them are oh, stealing yeah. some, um, you know, Social Security numbers and and probably aff- poorly affecting some people's credit although some of them make well, up social security How, wait some the of them make up enroll their kids in school wait some of them make up social security numbers and yeah. they they pay money to the government and then they don't collect that uh, money because they can't they can't collect it because it's not a real social security number so that, right. some in some cases that's so but you understand the reason that they're doing it is because of the government's prohibition in the first place so the only yes. solution that you would have i would assume is more government in order to no, stop no, the problem no, of government, government being I made believe, already i believe wholly in Let's bring you back, then. Well, you can tell us what your solution is here in a moment. I'd love to hear it. I want to hear a less government solution to immigration. Abolish the immigration Besides the ones that we've said. More coming up. You can bring up anything, and uh, we'll bring Patrick back as well. It's Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You enjoy this program? You want to help support Free Talk Live? Become an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We can take that money in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, expose new people to the ideas of freedom as... Uh, as, well, antithetical as they might be to the mindset in this country today, uh, you can go to amp.freetalklive.com. You'll get perks, too, like access to the amp-only call-in lines, the amp-only forum, and more amp-only podcast as well. Head on over to amp.freetalklive.com. All right, last call for the internships. If you are in college, know somebody who's, who's in college, and you need a job this summer, libertarianinternships.com has jobs in journalism, production internships, state and national pub- public policy internships you'll get uh, a, you know a seminar on the way in a seminar on the way out housing assistance a stipend that means pay and uh, the deadline is tomorrow and uh, go to libertarianinternships.com sign up you have to you have to sign up there in order to get the full information although they have quite a bit of information for you to just look at at libertarianinternships.com all right we're bringing patrick back he's listening to wfla in tampa now patrick you were going to give us a small government proposal to deal with uh, immigrants is that right Oh, yeah, man. Um, I mean, it's not, we're talking like it's a black and white issue and it can be solved overnight, but it's far from that. We're talking about a government that can't even keep people whose names they already have that are on a list off of airplanes trying to get into our country to blow us up. And we're talking about trying to keep millions of people out of our borders. Hmm. It's not going to happen overnight. I mean, the first step is like all these, most of the people argue that we need to build a physical wall on the borders. And that's the farthest from the truth. We're one of the leading technological innovators in the world. We should be able to put thermal cameras up on poles that can see miles away so we can see them before they even close to the border. We should be able to put seismic sensors in the ground 
So, our so wait a minute. Point of information. I want to let you go on, but point of info here. So instead of giving a multi-billion-dollar contract to a fence builder, you want to give multi-billion-dollar co- contracts to uh, technology providers. All right. Well, do you think it, what's going to be more expensive, the concrete, the wood, and the metal to build the fence, or uh, a handful of cameras for, per couple miles? Well, I think you'd have to have border. people to watch those cameras, just like they do. Yeah, in, in, but they're going to be. But exactly, they're going to be posted in outposts with their ATVs and their trucks, so they can get to that point where. They're going to be crossing. There are a lot of places. Have the heads up. Um, it, I know it's uh, my experience that there is actually an Indian reservation that's right on the border, and I think it's in Arizona. It might be New Mexico, but I think it it's crosses Arizona. the border. Yeah, it's on the border. Uh, it's, oh, it is right. in both, so it straddles both sides. Right. There are places where people, like you know, towns, sovereign and, territory that we can't go on to. Right. So then you're just yeah, going to have them funneling apply, through yeah. there because while well, people live there, <laughs> what about you know, the underground just walk tunnels? Back and forth. What about the tunnels? Uh, yeah. The underground tunnels. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing. That's why. I proposed thermal cameras for the top and seismic sensors for the ground. Why, why can't you have a combination of both along with the troops that we already have down there? Well, I think that the, the largest amount of uh, people that are, tr- that are crossing the border, um, and, and I may be wrong here, but I think that this is true, um, are actually coming from, you know, coyotes, people that, that pay. Oh, yeah, they smuggle them in trucks. Right. They so pay, th- there's you know, nothing... they charge them $4,000 to come right. across and then hold them uh, hostage for more when they get them across. Yeah, I know that's right. Infrared awful. cameras and little shaky doohickeys are not going to do anything about uh, Border Patrol agents that are being paid off tens of thousands of dollars oh, on annual Basis. Like I said, there's no quick solution. But yes, there I mean, is. Start, we're, Shut we're talking it down. about a government. That's we're talking the... about a government that is run by people that get elected at one term and they get a six uh, six figure uh, pension for the rest of their life. There right. is a quick but solution. There is a quick solution. They're not. The quick solution is shut down the border bureaucracy. Shut, Shut it down. down. The ICE. Put those put those bureaucrats to work in the marketplace where they can actually be. How, how about we put the bureaucrats on the border? Which beer them do or the job for us? Like, like put Barack Obama out there in like a a, a head scarf <laughs> with a with a sharp knife to chase down uh, immigrants. I'm for that because he can do far I mean, less damage there. Make him earn his money. Thanks, make Patrick, for your thoughts tonight. Doing. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's you think the... he could run faster in like Nikes or Timberlands with for the rough rugged terrain? I I don't know how to answer that. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We do need to continue with your phone calls, though. Michael is gone. Let's try instead. Daryl, listening to WFTL on the east coast of Florida. Hello, Daryl. Hey, how are you? Hey, what's Enjoy on your, your mind show. tonight? Thanks. Hey, um, immigration issue, yes, the legal immigration issue. Um, let's be honest about it. If they want to stop it, they could stop it in no time at all. How do you believe that? Um, the reason they don't want to stop it, one main reason, they have 20 million voters. So, I mean, it's common sense. Well, wait, okay, so um, how could they, they stop it in stop... no time at all? I'm just curious. What, what do you mean when you say that? Well, what, um, are you familiar with the sheriff down in Arizona? Arpaio. Joe Arpaio? Uh, yeah, that the, the, the man's a thug. Well, let him do his job. <laughs> Why is he a thug? Well, it's not his job to uh, do anything about illegal immigration because those aren't county laws. But um, that doesn't, you know, it doesn't change the fact that he's Joe Arpaio is the most inhumane, one of the most inhumane sheriffs in this country. He, do you, are you familiar with what he does with the people he arrests? Oh, hundred percent familiar with what he does. Well, why, why don't you explain him, it for our listeners? What take over the country? What, why don't, well, hold on. Before you get in, but, but, but before you get back into the illegal immigration thing, let's talk a little bit about Joe Arpaio here. Why don't you explain for our listeners, from your viewpoint, what it is that he does with people that are arrested in the uh, in uh, Phoenix, the Phoenix uh, area? He locks them up because they're criminals. How does he, he lock them up? 
How does he lock them up? Yeah. I don't understand your question. You he don't puts know them out he in does. a tent city. Um, how, uh, how or why? How? Have you ever heard of tent city? I sure have. Okay, that's what I wanted you to explain, is that he takes people, human beings, and he puts them... Uh, he takes criminal aliens. No, no, oh, sir. He takes everybody. Anybody that gets arrested in the Phoenix uh, area and... It, as if people cr- crossing the border aren't human beings. Yeah, they're human beings well, with families. Have to do with that. Just because they violated words on paper doesn't been, make them criminals. Has family ever been raped by illegal aliens? What the hell are you talking about? You have to... It's cause and effect, my friend. You have to. Enforce. You think he's arresting a bunch of rapists down there, dude? You think he's you know filling many, up tents hey, full of? You know how many illegals are in federal pr- in prisons in America? About they're in prison for. Look, you you cannot Violent prove crime. that that illegal aliens. You can you have no statistics whatsoever to, that back up what you're saying. Illegal aliens in in this country, if you want to use that terminology, uh, or disobedient aliens, um, do not commit crimes at any rate higher than anybody in their socioeconomic class in this country that's a uh, lie disagree. sir i disagree you don't have you, you don't get to disagree proposal? okay do you i'll tell turn, you what <laughs> you, you go home you, you do the research on the internet and i'm not talking about emails you receive from uh, other hate internet, mongers i mean the, do the research the on the internet and then you send me the link have you ever been to east l.a i have Let's never been on the internet propaganda yeah i probably have been to east l.a at least driven okay. through it What's your what's your proposal? Do you want America to become Mexico? If you love Mexico so much, why don't you move there? <laughs> what the hell? Are you, I, I don't love Mexico. I love the ideas of freedom and liberty, and you can't have that by uh, you it's know stifling free, people's freedom and liberty. Yeah, I just want to live in a free place. Sucking on a government nipple is not the answer. Absolutely, fight these people with every freebie in the world. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's okay, what we've so, said already. We've said that a hundred times tonight. You haven't we heard it, We believe that nobody is entitled to your money, whether it's through public school or whether it's through welfare or whether it's through, um, you know, hospitals having to provide medical care to people that can't pay. Nobody's entitled to it. I don't care where they're from. Yeah, you should be able to keep all the money you earn, decide how you want to spend it, save it, oh, and give absolutely. it away. I agree. Okay, so we agree with and that. I, but should the point to, you, I should have to compete, or the my point, brothers in America should have to compete with a legal alien that sends all his money back to Mexico. Hey, do you shop at Walmart? <laughs> I personally don't. Well, uh, plenty of people do. Do you think they hate America? Because they're sending their most, money to, most people, to China. Most of the morons don't know what it is to be a real American anyway. Oh, come oh on. you are the, a real I'll American. That, I'll leave it at that. That's the true Scotsman fallacy. Day. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. He knows what a real American is, right? Yeah. A real American, according to him, I mean, presuming he's a real American, right? I mean, that's kind of the suggestion there is that he's the real American and that the other people aren't. So that, that means that real Americans support taking human beings and putting them out in 100-degree temperatures in the hot sun in Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona, uh, intense. Real Americans support uh, immigration plans that haven't worked yet and will never work. Limiting their. I want to talk more about Tent City for a moment, okay? Uh, th- this is what they're, they're doing in uh, Joe Arpaio, the madman sheriff in the Phoenix, Arizona area. He's filled his jail and has had it filled for years upon years. So they started building Tent City, where they actually take human beings and they put them out all day and all night. In the Arizona sun. In the Arizona desert, basically. In pink underwear. And they feed them absolute gruel, as though prison food wasn't bad enough. This is the worst of the worst. This is like grade Z prison food. 
they feed them rotting bologna and things like that. And and somebody like Daryl just blows it off by saying, well, they're criminals. He doesn't live. If it's so great in uh, in Phoenix, why doesn't Daryl move there? Why? Just wait, <laughs> I mean, Daryl. He, he just said it to us. Until, why, why doesn't he move? Just wait until they criminalize something that you like to do. They have criminalized so many things in this country that aren't real crimes because they don't involve victims. Hour three is coming up. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Still to come, by the way, we've got to give away a couple tickets to the uh, 12 Hours of Sebring, which apparently runs a lot longer than 12 hours, uh, from what I understand. Well, there's qualifying races. This is four days, actually, but uh, qualifying races and things like that. And the the party starts, well, on the night before and then uh, runs well through this Bring earplugs. So that's coming destiny. That's coming up. We'll give you the details on that as, uh, as the hour rolls on here as we uh, kick off the third hour of the program. And are you giving candy again this year for Valentine's Day? Well, get creative, man. That's what shows women that you really care. This year, you can get her George's famous baklava. It's Osborne-approved walnut baklava with, baklava with 50 layers of melt-in-your-mouth phyllo. All the ingredients are premium and all-natural, and that's why it tastes so good. Shipped in a special container, priority mail, so that it gets to you fresh and delicious. You can order it at mandrick.com. That's M-A-N-D-R-I-K. No C in mandrick. Mandrick.com. By the way, I want to welcome our brand newest affiliate tonight. They actually joined us last week, uh, but always I always wait an extra week just to make sure everything goes smoothly. So uh, welcome to Progressive Talk 1470 WNYY in Ithaca, New York. Uh, so uh, bringing on one of the former Air America affiliates here to the program to a, to a show that has a handful of so-called progressive stations and mostly traditional kind of conservative talkers. There, there aren't many crossover shows like that, Mark, that don't count, you know, that aren't in the home talk slash uh, car computer talk, talk yeah. car talk category. Yeah. Um, Free Talk Live doesn't really have a home. Um, you'll, you'll find there in Ithaca as, as you continue to listen that uh, although we're very consistent uh, with our philosophies uh, – we don't really fit into the conservative or the liberal mode. Um, some people will claim us and some people will disavow us in both of those camps. All right. So we're going to continue here with your phone calls about what you want as we launch you into the third hour, starting out with Hugh listening to WFTL in Florida. Hugh, you're on Free Talk Live. Hugh? Yeah. You're yeah. You me Hello? Yeah, man, I could solve the immigration problem. Excellent. In the United States. And cost the United States government no money. They'll make money. You're saying immigrants, uh, the, the U.S. government makes money off of immigrants? No, they yes, will. Yes, I could cost them make money. Get rid of all illegal and won't cost them a dime. They'll make money on it. How do you do it? You know the law that they have when they catch the drug people, what they call the RICO law? Mm-hmm. Like- I'll bring up the RICO law. And anybody who hire them and they catch them on the job, they break them, put them to jail, and the people that rent them homes do the same. And just like how they come, they'll be running. 
he'll be running. So, so landlords, what, what, crack down on business owners and landlords is what you're saying. People who hire them and landlords who rent them and know they're not, they must make sure that they're legal when they rent a place. They lose their place and go to jail. So um, you're essentially turning the um, the businesses and the landlords into law enforcement officers because they have to figure out whether or not these people are legal or, or, or illegal. I mean, and doesn't that make those people a slave of the state? And doesn't the 14th Amendment say that, uh, that, that you know, the slavery is illegal? No, no, no. It won't be a slave, man. Hey. If I come to work for you, you ain't just going to hire me to put me in your office and run your money unless you check to my record. Huh? Right. Oh, well, actually, good... I'm a convicted murderer, and <laughs> I, I worked in the—I'm I, I, telling you the truth. I was a convicted murderer. And you already paid your crime. Right, you understood. But what I'm the point I'm trying to make is I have never on the streets l- l- swung a hammer or worked in some kind of really menial job. I guess I worked as a as a server for a little while. So I worked in plenty of offices where people didn't do checks. By the way, nobody ended up dead there. Ah, uh, well, that doesn't mean just a lot of things. On construction work, where people you hear people get killed and all like this. You got guys who never be in there going work. All right. Uh, city pay you twenty dollars an hour because you know they hire the guy and pay him less than minimum wage. All right, who makes money? The contractor makes money. Sure. All right, you know, building fall down someplace on the in a real nice area here <laughs> where plenty of people get killed. How who many buildings money? are falling down uh, there in uh, uh, where? in Florida? Plenty of them. Plenty of them. They yeah. plenty of them, they, won't, they even won't talk about it. Well, they're, they're, falling, they're falling down in New York in places where the unions are really thick and they don't have an illegal immigrant problem in the construction industry. They're falling down there, too. So, Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. So his, his solution, and this is this kind of a new uh, solution here tonight, because most of the people calling, for those just tuning in, uh, we've been talking about immigration throughout the, uh, the night tonight. And most of the people that want to have the government uh, wipe out immigration want to just put more bureaucrats down on the, uh, the southern border. But this this guy wants to uh, in he wants to crack down on business owners and crack down on landlords as well. I think it's more effective uh, what his plan is. I just don't you know I just don't believe that it, it is. I think it's antithetical to freedom. Yeah, well, I don't like the idea as a landlord that I'd have to run my tenants by some federal government bureaucracy to check them out. And you can believe I... that federal government bureaucracy would charge you a pretty penny to do that, and then you just have to pass it on to all the renters, whether they're illegal or not. And that's the kind of heavy-handed, uh, you know, one-size-fits-all justice that, well, we don't really need any more of. Right, if I want to rent to somebody who's got cash and they're willing to pay the rent uh, in advance for, you know, kind of in return for not giving me very much identifying information, then I should be able to, uh, to rent to those people. Also, it's my house. Right. If, if What if I believe that people should be able to come to this country and make a better life for themselves and I decide that I want to rent to them? You'll get to I go should to jail. go to prison for yeah. 10 years? Really? I mean, that's a free country because I want to rent my property to whom I wish to rent it. No, and it's you not. don't like it. No, it's I not. I should go to prison. None of this. None of these people are proposing anything that resembles a free country. No, there's no such thing as freedom and Im- immigration restrictions. Let's continue and talk to Steve, listening to WFTL in Jupiter, Florida. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, hey, hey guys, how you doing? You're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Um, well, a couple things, but um, I, I hope I don't give my uh, my position away. I just wanted to get one thing out of the way and see what maybe you could touch on it. It's off okay. off topic, but um, you know, if they want to try these potential terrorists in, in um, as civil in our civil courts, why don't we just um, house them in our you know our 
county and our state jails, you know, and um, until the court process takes place. No, wait, what, ter- what terrorists are you referring to? <laughs> well, just like the crotch bomber and, and you know, these people that are, are caught before they, you know, potentially do their, pl- you know, carry out their task, uh, for the Virgin well, that's a, party a, a couple of instances, and both of them occurred inside the United States of America. So you you don't think they should you don't think they should be uh, you know tried in the United States judicial system when they when the no, crimes committed I, well, here? I mean, I think I think when you're talking um, an international incident like that, when they're why is that international? Trying, oh, because it's coming from a different country. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they're using planes that are on international flights. Inevitably to get here. Um, and, I think and, the, uh, the the shoe bomber wasn't. I believe his was a domestic flight. So you're only talking about the underpants Christmas yeah, underwear bomber. Was, Just I, that one guy. He's the only one. My, my reference was if you if you try them in our system and you house them in our in our in our in our jail system, um, just like what would take place if you put a rapist in our jail system, probably would take place in that situation. But He's suggesting the prisoners would take care of it. I don't really think so. Um, Having a lot of experience in uh, jails and prisons... You were there for nine years. Yeah, I was in prison for nine years. I don't think that you really would see a lot of problems. Um, I mean, are are baby rapists treated poorly? Yes, but you just don't see that many... You don't see their bodies stacking upside uh, a building or anything like that it just doesn't happen well i understand there's a different there's different levels for different you know types of crimes i was at the most violent prison at the state in in the state of florida in florida yes wow wow well i apologize for getting off topic oh no it's it's free talk live man you can bring up anything you you can talk about anything you want no apology necessary i'd like to uh, i think on the immigration thing well first of all on the drugs and the cartels and all that if they just legalized it and taxed it it would, it, first of all, it would el- eliminate all the money that is involved with it. Uh, as, as far as I'm not saying that um, they should legalize it, just you know, so everyone can do it. But um, what I mean is, well, they already are would, doing it. <laughs> well, they're doing it absolutely. <laughs> they already and, are and doing money, it, and you're right that legalizing it uh, would essentially end the violence. And if they did tax it, the government could make a bunch of money off it. But I don't support taxes, so I can't agree with you on that one. But thank no, you for the well, call. You- Appreciate it, man. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's the thing you just have to understand is people are already doing the drugs, and they're doing whatever it takes to get their hands on the money that they need to pay for those drugs. So if you want to reduce crime, violent crime, dramatically in this country, decriminalize all drugs all the way. It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Juicy Juice, creators of the Juicy Juice Brain Development and Juicy Juice Immunity Fruit Juice Beverages. For more information, visit us at JuicyJuice.com. When it comes to staying healthy, the digestive system is a great place to start. It's 70% of the immune system. Look for kid-friendly foods that are high in fiber, like popcorn and yogurt. Prebiotic fiber helps the good bacteria in the gut flourish, while simple sugars like high-fructose corn syrup only help the bad, leading to bloating and discomfort. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got live streams, a broadband version, a dial-up version, webcam, listen lines. It's all there for you. And it's all free at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. 
the highly anticipated new documentary, Reclaiming the Blade, featuring Viggo Mortensen, Carl Urban, Carl Urban, John Reese davies and Star Wars legend Bob Anderson, is now available at swordmovie.com. The film includes hours of swordplay, instructional videos, as well as behind-the-scenes videos and exclusives. You can pick up your copy today and discover our heritage with the sword and the historical rights of free men. Visit swordmovie.com today for your chance to win one of the many real his, uh, historical replica swords and lightsabers there at swordmovie.com. I saw this, and I found it to be extraordinarily compelling. Um, I actually I, I, I changed my life because of the movie. I, I started going to a martial arts class just because I thought it was so cool. Swordmovie.com. All right, we continue with your phone calls. Larry is listening to WFLA-FM in Tallahassee. Hello, Larry. Yeah, hey. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, well, I, it looks like the immigration thing is the topic of the night, and uh, I, I, there's no historical uh, perspective given here. The reason a lot of people are leaving Mexico is because, getting back to about 50 years ago, the U.S. agribusiness went into Mexico and basically ran those people out of their villages where they were self-sustaining, and they'd have their little uh, uh, local economies that where everybody took care of each other. And Arabians went in there and then basically hired the local thugs and police to run those people out of those villages so they could plow them up and plant tomatoes. For very lucrative business selling tomatoes in the United States in the wintertime. Mm. And, uh, I do love a good tomato. Gotta, yeah. But uh, I've, I've worked I've worked in orchards uh, and, and picked cucumbers with Mexican people, and I tell you what, they're, they're working into an early grave. Yeah, they um, they work hard. Uh, you know, if you want to make a, a a a you know some kind of blanket statement based on race, you can probably say that Mexicans work hard. Yeah, and uh, no, oh, and a point of information: it, the ones that work on the fields sure are working hard. I, either that, or they're leaving. One of the right, two, <laughs> right? Yeah, anybody works in the field is working hard. Yeah, it? that's an interesting. I've never that's, heard that's that. That's why we had slavery. Larry, I've never heard that before, else. that, that uh, agribusiness went down and literally uh, uprooted entire towns full of people. That's, uh, that's, oh, yeah, that's especially in northern Mexico, um, northern parts of Mexico. I um, can't verify it, so, but I sure will look it up after the show. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worth it because, I mean, it's the basis of a lot of this problem. You also had Salvadorians, uh, immigrants here, uh, when we were destroying their uh, civilization down there. We spent a lot, of, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Uh, destroying El Salvador. Well, what about the China? Um, I mean, there's p- still people coming here from all over the world. I mean, as you point out, Mark, a lot of folks come here from China, second largest country that they uh, people come from. I mean, isn't it well, possible gotta, that people are just trying to escape generally bad circumstances, whether it's the agribusinesses or the governments or whoever it is that's oppressing them? Don't you think that uh, the major reason for people coming here is uh, because of oppression where they are and opportunity, or at least perceived opportunity here? Yeah, but we have we have direct uh, responsibility for the oppression in, in Mexico and, and well, who's Central, we? Mexico and Central America. Uh, I'm well, not we, oppressing we, anyone. No, and and that gets back to the, the what you're speaking of government and bureaucrats and all that. But the problem is we've allowed the money to corrupt the system here. It's it's not that the system wouldn't work if you were to get the corruption out. But wait, we, wait, you, you mean have, the government? When you say the election. system, you mean the government? Yeah. What well, you have what, what we have for elections is basically we have we have the uh, people basically being hired by the powers that be, whether they be on a local level or, or national level. I agree that um, that much is true. I, I don't, however, believe that you can ever uh, put a source of power out there, and then the uh, organizations that have the most money won't be able to get a hold of that source of power. 
Now, what you have is you have local involvement. I mean, it sounds like most of the calls are coming from Florida. And you realize in Florida that civics isn't taught in high school. There's no, civics? There's no civics classes anymore. What civics. defines civics? Well, civics was taught well, um, when I was in high school in Florida. Yeah, civics was taught when I was in high school. Uh, civics it explained how, uh, and of course it was pretty much a rose garden, uh, how government is supposed to work and function and the, the legislative they have bodies. That. And I mean, they had it 10 so. years ago when I was in high school, or 11 years in ago in, in Florida. Uh, they called it government class. Yeah, well, they don't, they don't, they don't have it very much anymore. I, one of the but all they teach you in that class is that there's, uh, you know, three branches of government, and they just kind of go over the basics about how the system works. They do have that, but what they don't tell you is that government's a band of uh, men and women, strangers that uh, try to impose their way by force on innocent people. They don't tell you that in government class. Larry? He's gone. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. Bill, listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, guys. Uh, great show, as always. Thanks. What's uh, on your mind tonight, Bill? Well, a couple of things. The, uh, the immigration issue, there's been a lot of good points about the system being broken. And um, a good example is, I mean, you know, my, my wife's uh, originally from the Philippines. She's been here legally for years. You're um, a bad American. I'm a bad American. <laughs> no. You're having, no, you're no, philandering no. with illegal wait, wait. aliens. Wait, is she no, illegal or legal? No, she's here legally. Okay. She was here legally before I met her. You're and, still yeah. not a good American if you touch right, right. Them, them immigrants. Well, you know, let's just put it this way. There are, are some, obviously, some good ones that come here to, for the right reasons. But l- let me tell you a personal story about that is folks that come here the right way have the hardest time getting here. Oh, yes, oh, they yeah, do. Yeah, yes, that much is I true. Mean, I mean, you know, I have stories of friends of mine that are, you know, Philippine other other cultures. I love culture, but, I mean, that they literally have people waiting to get here for 20 years. Oh, yes. To do it legally. Oh, yes. And, then oh, yeah, and someone, don't, don't forget to mention the cash that they have to lay out in oh, order. Oh, yeah. Tons. Tons. You're right. And, and you know, on both ends. And then... Not, not to mention the fact, you know, where, where someone can walk across our border in Mexico, with, you know, they're here the next day. Someone can step one foot on, one foot off in Florida. If you're Cuban, you're here, you know, you're automatic. And so that's, it flies in the face of the people that want to do it the right way and the people that come here for the right reason. The well, system has to be fixed somehow. Well, I, I understand what you're saying, but, um, you know, the, the, it's, it's basically saying that some of the slaves get beaten, so we should beat all the slaves. And it's, that it's right to, uh, to be beaten, right? I mean, because no, it's not, not, not right to be so. obedient. To arbitrary demands of strangers, don't you think? Well, I, th- I think it's like someone twisting your arm. I mean, you know, you, you have this twisted arm syndrome where, where some people get across because they know how to infiltrate the system and make it happen for them, where the folks that want to do it the right way for the right reason come here for the American dream, you know, in their way, they're doing it the right way, they're doing it the legal way. Why is, why is legal right? Uh, it's the system we have. I mean, if well, you that don't doesn't have answer the question. Sense, that doesn't answer the question. Logical fallacy. Well, you ha- you, no, it's not logical fallacy. It's just that what is what in your estimation what would be the wrong way then? I mean, to just let everybody walk in the door that that's that's legal, that's free. I, I, I absolutely, I think that people that um, that want to work for a better life, and that would exclude the people that want to come over here and sit on their duffs and take advantage of all the the different welfare systems and public schools and all the other um, laws that uh, benefit people that don't you know that aren't taking care of them and theirs. Um, but yeah, the people that want to come here and work for a better life, absolutely. Have you ever driven through Wyoming? 
Not through Wyoming, but I, but I have driven through some other areas. And I mean, the, the, the fact is, the U.S. of A. is a gigantic place. There's Absolutely. no reason in the world why you know we're, we're somehow we're losing jobs. The fact Absolutely. is, I, immigrants, I immigrants no drive cars, playing, they eat things, they no live problem. places. Bill, if you want to if you want to hang on, we can bring it back here in a moment to talk about right okay. and wrong. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. It's a common uh, mistake that people make to believe that what is associated with the law is somehow right. And we're going to give away Sebring tickets right now. Speaking of what's right, uh, 603-435-1105, caller number four. You win a two-pack of tickets to the 12 Hours of Sebring, 603-435-1105. And don't call if you're not going to go. It's Free Talk Live. We're coming up. From the last margins of the land of Big Brother comes a new pro-freedom website. The UK Libertarian rails against the country's ridiculous regulation. It's crumbling National Health Service. It's disintegrating government schools and the political parasites, leeching more of our freedom every single day. Visit us at www.theuklibertarian.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free numbers. The live Saturday edition, 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, and they include the updates. You can go and get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop via email whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. And I want to tell you about the Liberty Forum. Great opportunity to come on up here to New Hampshire and see what we've been talking about for years on this program, the Free State Project. Thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people coming here to New Hampshire, getting together and getting active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. The uh, Liberty Forum is a -a once-a-year opportunity to get together with hundreds of other like-minded people that are most of them are members of the uh, the Free State Project. Some of them are considering joining and considering a move to New Hampshire. Hundreds of people will get together in the same hotel in Nashville, New Hampshire, from March 18th through the 21st. There'll be great uh, panel discussions and speeches and keynote addresses by people like uh, Andrew Napolitano. You might know him as the judge from Fox News. He's going to be there, and a whole bunch of other folks as well. You can get the full list of uh, current list of speakers. Actually, it's not a full list yet because it hasn't been filled out completely. And in fact, until it is, you can still get an early bird discount. So go to freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum to get signed up and come on up here. We're going to be uh, broadcasting live. Free Talk Live will be there the entire weekend and uh, lots of great opportunities to meet other like-minded, liberty-oriented folks and socialize. Uh, after-hours parties are great. It's just an absolute blast. Go to freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum and use our discount code to save an extra 10%. You can use the code FTL. That's FTL at freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. I think we still have Bill with us here. Bill in Florida. Are you there, sir? Right here. Now, we were talking about right and wrong. You were pointing out that uh, that you have a, a wife, and she's uh, from the Philippines, and that she did, and others have done what's right, and they've gone through the system as, you know, even though it's taken dozens of years in many cases, or a whole bunch of, a lot of time, a lot of cash uh, for the people that have gone through the system. And, and we were talking about, well, you made the, the statement that that's the right thing to do. Is everything that's legal right? No, not always. I, I've been on both sides of that, of that argument, and, and by that I mean uh, the law doesn't always work maybe as, as, it, as it is set up to work, and maybe sometimes it frustrates people because you have to go through steps. But I think there's just got to be better ways to do things to make the laws that we have either better, strengthen them, 
or get rid of them if they if they need to be abolished and make a better way. In the meantime, while they are not they are not being abolished because it's incredibly difficult to abolish bad laws. I mean, look at the right. drug war, for instance. This has been going on for decades, and millions of uh, people's lives have been ruined by the uh, the war, the insane war on drugs, which is really just a war on our friends and our family members. Um, so, despite the the just the wrongness of that particular legislation, it continues to in many cases get worse uh, and is not getting better. So, in the meantime, while those bad laws are on the books, is it still right to obey them? Um, I, I don't think you can, you can you can not approve of something. I mean, years ago uh, there was taxes in in the uh, colonies that uh, you know the colonies got upset with, and they overthrew the government because of it. They basically, essentially, some other things. But I mean, um, there were laws at that time that were passed by a king. Mm-hmm. Um, we're supposed to be a, a nation of, of freedom, like like you guys profess. Um, we should have the the way to make those laws either work for us for the for the majority of the people or all the people that want the law or try and work to get rid of the law or change it. I understand that. You still didn't quite answer my question. Is it wrong or right to disobey bad laws? Well, I mean, uh, you can go down the down the street when it says 45 posted speed limit and do 55. Now, is that right or wrong? It's your judgment, isn't it? If you aren't endangering anyone else, I would say there's nothing wrong with uh, with going 55 and a 45. What would right, you say? So, well, I, I would tend to agree. You take your risk. <laughs> okay. So then we do agree then that uh, just because it's the law doesn't necessarily make it right. Not always. Okay. Not Fair always. enough, Bill. Thanks so, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Resistance to tyrants is, uh, you know, obeisance to God then, right? Resist, yeah, obeisance, right. Uh, yeah, I think so. Obedience. It's good to to not obey bad laws, in my opinion. In fact, it's your duty you want to talk about being a real American, as the uh, the guy earlier suggested? I think that uh, that real Americans disobey bad laws, because that's the right thing to do. All right, we continue uh, with your calls. George, uh, Gordon, listening in Washington to KBKW. Gordon, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, fellas. Hey, good evening. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I just want to revamp. Uh, going back uh, to last week, I called and talked to you gentlemen in reference to the military. Yes, sir. And um, I'm just wanting to kind of revisit that for a minute because I know we ran out of time Certainly. last week and wasn't able to go any farther. Please reset and, for us because it's difficult to remember. Uh, we, we've we had 15 hours worth of programming since then <laughs> and uh, a whole week. So if you would please uh, re- reset for us. Uh, basically, I think what it was is, is that one of you may have, had made a comment, something about uh, the military being kind of a twisted organization, that the people in it were you know kind of sick individuals because they were part of the military. And that um, the military isn't really necessary. We don't need it. It's, um, well, I think just before we hung up, it was uh, somebody said, uh, show us one thing the military has ever done to protect this country. Okay. And, and I think, you know, having heard that, it just kind of made my, uh, my skin crawl because uh, you go back and, again, like I mentioned last week, you've got to go back in history and take a look and see what the military was all about and why we even have it. And if you go back to... Um, well, I know why we have big government programs. I'm, I'm pretty clear on that. Well, quite frankly, people. I think the big government programs are nothing more than to get people more money than what they really need, but that's... That's what the military is. I mean, it's to get hand, money into the hands of the military-industrial uh, complex. Okay. Listen, let's, let's go back to, let's go back to uh, you know, 18, or 1787. We're going to go to the Mexican-American the, conflict again, right? No, 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 no. We're going back to the... Uh, uh, the Continental or the, the Congressional um, uh, Convention at that time in trying to ratify or trying to go back to uh, finding out exactly what they were going to do for the uh, Constitution. Oh, you're talking 17, to, um, 1787 is what you're saying. 
You said yes. 18. Go ahead. No, he said 17. I, my apologies. Are you, are you kidding <laughs> He said 1787. Then, then my apologies. Mis- my mistake. Go ahead. Okay, well, here's, here's the thing, is, is you've got, in that Congress, uh, congressional uh, uh, meetings, you had the, the, the 12, well, not all the, not all the uh, colonies were there. Some of the states, uh, two of the states didn't show up for the uh, meetings. But the rest of them that were there uh, brought up a lot of different uh, ideas of what they were going to do to create this Constitution. And when it got down to, toward the end of the year, they started bringing up the idea of what the military was all about. And we did have a Continental Army at that time. We did have a Continental Navy at that time. And it was some of the uh, delegates' opinions. The, they had the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists. The Federalists were all in favor of having a standing Army-Navy that was to be governed and run by the national government. This is why the, the President of the United States is the Commander-in-Chief. That was going to be his role. Right. The anti-federalists, on the other hand, were saying we didn't need that. We had uh, the militia for each individual state. Right. Mm-hmm. And some of that was, you know, great and groovy, and everybody uh, agreed to that. However, some of the things that were brought up in that were, wait a second, what if not just one state is attacked, but what if we have several states are attacked, and not just by, say, the Indians or the standing British that were out in the um, the uh, unknown territories, what if we had someone like the European powers that came in to try and attack the eastern seaboard and to try and take over the government as such? And it was Washington's uh, view, being that he was uh, a general at that time, and he was sitting as president of the, the, uh, the committee, it was his view, as it was Ben Franklin's view, that we need to have a standing army, not a standing militia, but a standing army to protect the states as one group. Each individual state, however, was also able to create their own state militia. We have Washington National Guard, we have the, the um, Oregon National Guard, we have the California National Guard, we have the Alaska National Guard. All these individual states were able to have their own National Guards or their own militia, standing militia. Utah had it, um, yep. Illinois yeah, go, had it. I, really I, had it. I, I know all this information, and I hate to rush you, but we really are going to come up on a hard break here shortly. So, um, well, the, the, the thing is I'm trying to tell you is, is that the, the military as such is not just all about dollars. Unfortunately, some of the wars that we've had, the politicians are the ones who've made the money. I'll tell the you guys what, Gordon, I'm going to bring you back. Their- but, but Gordon, no, no, Mark, hold on. I'm going to bring Gordon. I want to bring Gordon. Can you hang on, Gordon? Sure. We'll bring you back here in a moment. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I don't know if we'll have time for your calls at this point, so we're going to still have to talk to uh, Gordon about the military, still have other folks on hold. So we'll do our best to get to you if you're on the line. Do stay there. 800-259-9231. Uh, more with Gordon about the military. So he's given us a history lesson, which is nice and probably all very true. But Oh, it's all very true. I mean, yeah. I, 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 he hasn't said anything that I've found to be false yet, because I'll, I'll stop him if I do. Yeah, well, he hasn't addressed my objection yet, and I'm going to bring that up here in a moment. It's yeah, Free I Talk Live. Guys, do you have trouble getting women or ever wonder why she chooses to jerk instead of you? Do you want to know what she really wants in a man? Welcome to SchoolofDating.com, the site that will teach you how to build confidence and pick up women without losing your self-respect. SchoolofDating.com offers live dating shows, free chat line, coaching, and much more. Whether you're single, dating, married, or just need motivation when it comes to women, we'll show you how to get there. SchoolofDating.com, we're more than just a dating site, we're a lifestyle. This is Free 
Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. The remaining moments, maybe enough time for your call at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Hey, Mark, do you want to do some... I know we've got more Sebring tickets to give away. We're not going to do those on the air tonight, but should we do some on the Facebook profile? If you'd like. Well, that'd be a good reason for you to join the Facebook profile, then. Go to facebook.freetalklive.com and become a fan there. And keep Are you going to do it on that darn fan page on yeah, Facebook? Yeah, I think that's God, the way I to do that it. Thing. Uh, so, yeah, facebook.freetalklive.com. Well, it's free tickets. And so, yeah, and also one of the other ways you can help this show out is you can go to promote.freetalklive.com. There's a whole list of things you can do there, a bit from flyers to banners for your website to graphics you can use to design your own flyers and banners. Uh, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com, and we'd appreciate it. All right, so we continue with your phone calls. Gordon is in Washington. And, Gordon, you're calling uh, to to talk about the military and, in your opinion, why it is a necessary uh, thing to have in this country. And you've kind of gone through uh, some of the history of the Federalists versus the Anti-Federalists and what they all thought about uh, having a standing army versus not having a standing army and, and that sort of thing. And that's that's where we uh, we left off before the, the commercial break came up. Is, would, the, would that be an appropriate recap so far? I would say so, yes. Okay. Uh, Mark, do you want to throw out your objection? Because I've got one that uh, that I wanted to make. Well, I, I guess that um, – and and your concern seems to be that we have besmirched the name of the uh, the United States military. And I've got to admit that I'm – you know, I'm, I, I have a tendency to do that because I really don't like the idea of a, of a band of paid killers doing the will of uh, politicians willy-nilly without questioning them and uh, the constitutionality of what they do. Well, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind whatsoever the constitutionality is not a problem. What I do have a, uh, you, a problem. You know, with we haven't is declared war on any nations. We haven't declared war on any nations sure since have. 1941. Sure what? Well, tell me yeah, when. No, we have not. You're right. We have not declared war so do you think on it's, any nation. You, you except, think it's constitutional you know, to send troops around the world without declaring war? I do. Well, I think. And the reason I say that is that. Unfortunately, uh, in the late 40s, we also joined, not the League of Nations, but the... Um, NATO? Uh, the, not UN. NATO, but the, the other group who got back there in, in um, New York. That, UN? Uh, doggone. Yeah, the UN, that's what it is. Yeah, I hate those people. And too. in the UN, we do have treaties, and we do have uh, things that we've signed and pieces of paper saying that we will come to the aid You're right. of another treaties country You're right. Treaties are part of the Constitution. You win. Exactly. Um, and so we, we have, it's we still have wrong. taken it upon ourselves... Well, wrong or right makes no difference. The fact of the matter is it exists. And we do have that, and we do have the obligation to uh, help out in, in times of war or Gordon, times of need Gordon. for these other countries. Uh, okay, you keep, of, it, you keep using – and Mark did use the term too, so he's guilty of this as well. Uh, but you keep using the term we, and I'd like to correct you. I did not sign any treaties, and I do not have any obligation to anybody else but anybody that I've actually obliged myself to by signing something. So I'm not ob- obliged in any way to get myself involved financially or physically in any anyone else's conflict from around the world. And that brings me to my objection, and that is you can talk about all you want about the Constitution and your interpretation of it and what happened back in history, but none of that matters to me because I don't support going and killing people around the world, period. And I don't feel as though I should have to be forced to pay for it. So how do you address that issue? Well, you do understand that the Constitution also set up the idea you have representatives from each individual state. I don't want them to be representatives. They are not my representatives. Whether you want to have them or not, I don't. I don't support the representatives and the senators that I have from well, my wait, state. Wait, how can you force think, representatives on me? I don't want your representatives. It's not a matter of forcing. It's, I mean, it's here's not. The deal. Here's the deal. 
you have you have you, you live in a country that has its rules, regulations, the Constitution. That is a country that is set up and and constitutionally provides for certain things around the world, whether it be in this in this country or around the world. Well, they, they, you they, have they, the choice. They take you, those. Yourself, you have the choice to either stay in this country and and be a part of it, or you have the choice to leave it if you want to. Ah, the old love it or leave it argument. No, that's not. Don't go there. Don't don't start get started on that. It's it's a matter of you do live in a society and you have to live in a society. Can you have two societies in the same geographic landmass? I'm not sure. I What's believe a society? you probably can. What, I believe you probably can. What is a society? You know, it, it's the same type of ideas that you know certain laws of the of the land. Uh, I may or may not agree with. You know, like you made the you made the uh, the. Um, analogy there of going down the street in a 45-mile-an-hour zone, you're doing 55 miles an hour. Should that be right or wrong? Well, quite frankly, it's wrong to do that. No, it's, it's not. wrong to do that, and I'll tell you why. Why? If Wait. you take and you have... It was wrong to harbor to slaves. Wait a second. It was wrong to harbor fugitive slaves. Um, it was, yes, excuse it me, was, was it illegal? Is it, was it wrong? Was it wrong to harbor fugitive slaves? It was illegal. I was it wrong? It, I believe on a moral issue it was, yes. What? What about harboring you? Wait, he says it, it is. You say, I, I just want to be no, 100% back, back, clear. Back up, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Let me mistake. May I misspeak here? I think this, the slaves trying to get out of an area of trying to be held captive, they had every right to do that because I believe myself that the Constitution says that every man, and, and quite frankly, every woman, has the right to freedom. And these slaves were men and women, and they had the right for freedom. So and then I should why, also have the right to be free of uh, whatever oppression the federal government is trying make, to force down my you throat. You make your choice. You make your choice, and you take the consequences of that choice. Now, there is an if exit tax to go down in the United the street States. At 55 miles an hour, and somebody walks out, and they get hit because you're going too fast to stop – you are going to be held accountable Absolutely. for doing the wrong thing. That, well, that, 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 that puts you, makes you liable, and I understand you should be liable whether you're going 45 or 55. They should be liable um, to look both ways. But I'd like to point out that there's an exit tax. <laughs> there is that too. There's an exit tax um, in the United States if you decide to leave. So that means that you are, in fact, a slave of the United States government because they take... No, you're not a slave of the United States government. No, don't, no. What? This is... This is that, that's ridiculous. No, it's if not ridiculous. Not, Let me finish. If you here. want to immigrate to another country, you have every right and legal means of doing it. But, you can but go I to can't Australia take my money with me. You see, this is the thing. The United States acts like it owns your labor because the money is the result of your labor. If you own the labor of somebody, what are they to you? So what you're saying is, that's is when I get up in the question. morning and go to work, that I am I am actually a sharecropper because I'm I'm a slave to the company. That's that right. Hired explain me. how explain how you're not. You're on a big plantation, I and yeah, you're on a big plantation, Gordon, and you can go to I another plantation if you want. Stay. I have a choice to stay here. Or that's I can right. Go, I can you can go to a different plantation run by a different master. Become, okay, so I go and I start my own business. I then become the master. Nope. Oh, um, no, you've <laughs> got to get a business, business license Because you have to still have to pay taxes on your labor to the uh, United States government. I have my I own do. business. You're right. Just and like a slave. Is, and what, is it, what are those taxes used to do? Enslave people. Anything Every the politicians want to kill people right around the world and, and, use, and use paid killers to destroy lives and kill children. That's what they're used for. And welfare so, and all so the other things they do. World War One, World War Two, and we sat there and protected our own shores. We were paid in killers. Oh, let's go back to the revolution. <laughs> hey, let's go back farther than that. Woodrow let's Wilson go got elected on uh, promises to keep people out of war, by right. the way. Uh, don't you aware that politicians lie? Thanks, Gordon, for oh, the call. It's absolutely. been a good conversation. You can call us any old time. Please, please. You are a great caller. Call back. Appreciate hearing from you. 
uh, we got to get John in here in Charleston listening to WSC FM. John, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Yeah, I just wanted to say about immigration, all we need to do is get rid of welfare, get rid of minimum wage, and then that would take care of the problem. There'd you're be damn no right. You're absolutely spot on on that. If you get rid of uh, the government controls on the economy, the government taking money from people, the government forcing people to enter into certain business agreements, then that really does truly uh, restore a good portion of the free marketplace. And then competition will, uh, you know, will will bring wonderful things to the to the to the uh, to the country. It's too simple of a solution, I guess, though. So I don't know what they're going to do. Good ideas can be very, very simple. It's just that people don't believe they can be they can be implemented. I mean, we had a guy earlier calling in tonight saying that, well, we can't get rid of, get rid of government schools. Well, as long as people have the mindset that they can't do something, then guess what? They can't do it. But if you start to think about ways in which we can do these things, then other options open up. And one of those ways is to get people who believe in things like what you're talking about, getting rid of welfare and ex- uh, getting rid of the, the minimum wage, seceding from the United States, declaring independence, uh, and, and getting rid of the federal government. You get people together like that, all in the same place, getting them active, there's a very good chance that government schools could go away at some point. But if you get a bunch of people together who just don't believe that can be the case and they want to find other governmental ways to solve the problems they perceive, which, by the way, most of the problems were created by the government, so the idea that the government's going to solve their own problems that they've created is pretty ludicrous. You get those people together and you'll just get bigger and bigger government, which is what we have. Thanks, John, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you and want to tell you about the School Sucks podcast, the 12-year process, speaking of uh, getting rid of government schools, the 12-year process of government education has a dramatic effect on the mind of a child. When we enter school, many of our best personal attributes are already in place. We're curious, innovative, unique, creative, and hopeful in ways that many of us are rarely able to replicate throughout the rest of our lives. But over time, school sucks those natural gifts out of two many people and replaces them with predictability obedience and apathy oh yeah and it's also funded by theft school sucks podcast is a show about the end of government education visit schoolsucksproject.com to learn more and it has been ian here with you and mark and i'd like to thank all the callers from this evening i know that we uh, tend to deviate from the sort of normal uh, beliefs in immigration and you know thanks for listening we're back monday night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com have a great weekend uh, excuse me, is this where I... Hi, this is Larry Janeski of Larry Janeski's Basement Systems. I've been helping homeowners all across the country get the most out of their basements for 22 years. Right now, I'm going to bat for you. You won't believe how affordable a dry, usable basement can be. Call 888-600-1113 and take advantage of the economy to get the best deal in years. Now is the best time to fix your basement and keep your hard-earned money in your own pocket. Call 888-600-1113. Or visit TalkBasements.com, and I'll give you $500 off your full perimeter basement waterproofing system. You can use your beautiful basement today for your child's playroom, a home office, or just extra storage. And don't pay a cent until 2010. I'll stand behind our work forever with a lifetime warranty. Call 888-600-1113 or visit TalkBasements.com, and I'll give you a free water watch alarm. Call 888-600-1113. Or visit TalkBasements.com.